Sie Kyle, ja. Shorty got them apple bottom jeans. Boots with the fur. The whole club was looking at her. And I think to myself, what a wonderful ass. Love how you combine two songs <laughs> with a voice that I, I don't know, that sounded like four different voices. I see cheeks clapping hard <laughs> on the dance floor. <laughs> Making me feel like oh. I ain't never felt before. <laughs> she already got them apple buttons. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear a Lu- oh, the Louis Armstrong cover of fucking apple That's who it was. I knew it was Armstrong something. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it was like oh. something Armstrong, yeah. Mm. My neck, my <laughs> back, lick my pussy and my crack. <laughs> so many possibilities of what the songs that he could cover had he been alive today. God rest his soul. Hi, welcome to the Double D Experience, everybody. Sometimes serious, sometimes funny, sometimes serious, always off the cuff. I'm your host, David. Joined with me is my co-host, Dennis. Welcome to the Double D Experience. This is what we do over here. Yeah. Uh, or it might be the Single D Experience soon, because Dennis is fucking dying. Are you okay? Oh... Oh, David, I didn't know you were going to come out of the gate like that today, but... That's why I didn't tell you. I, I knew I knew it would get your go. We were doing German right before we hit the button, yeah. <laughs> I've walked into my parents having sex. Why did they leave the door open? Uh, actually, real talk then. What's have up? you ever actually, like, walked in on your parents, like, doing the deed ever? No, like, but when... I- when I was a kid on vacation once, I did walk in while my mother was naked, but I only saw, like, her backside, and it was, for, like, for a split second, so I only saw, like, her ass, uh. and then shut the door. Still very traumatizing. I, I mean, it was definitely, mm-hmm. I was, like, 10, or something like that. Wasn't good. And, uh, recently, because mm. of old people problems, I saw my <laughs> grandmother's vagina, which is not something you should ever see in your entire fucking life. She's oh ninety. She's ninety three. God bless her soul. You know, she just like had like a. You know what happens to old people? Like when yeah, they're, yeah. you know, on their way out, they have their it's conditions called, and whatnot. And I only menopause. barely saw it through. A, yeah, I only barely saw it like through the door or whatnot while the ENTs were here, like just making sure there was nothing severely wrong with her or anything. It's just, you know, families go through that. You know, when like there some people in there reach a certain age and whatnot. Me and Dennis have had this conversation a couple of weeks ago as to as about old people and. Whether or not, you know, they should be able to choose to be euthanized if they feel like they've overstayed their welcome personally. I talked about it with my therapist, actually, and he felt the mm. same way. But we've had that discussion on here before. Dennis, how you feeling today? Fucking horny. All right, shut up. Nobody cares. What the fuck? <laughs> All right, you know what, dude? I'm going to come into your bed later tonight, and I'm going to yeah, fuck please. you, and then you'll never know that it was me. Please, it's been a year and a half. I'll, I'm, I'm willing yeah. to. Oh my god, the image that I had in my head was just fucking cursed. You oh put my it god. in there. No, you no, no. Who put that image? I know. It's like, like just imagining like the mess I'd leave you was just like, oh, like, why would you think that? And at the same time, I'm like, <laughs> I know. I'll leave her caked in my well arched excrement, and therefore she won't be able to recover. Would semen count as excrement? 
Excrement is technically anything that leaves your body, if I'm uh. not mistaken. I think. Okay. Uh, this is something I'm looking up the definition for right now. Excrement. Don't <laughs> is go semen to don't... an excrement? <laughs> <laughs> now, Patrick, semen is not an excrement. <laughs> so Patrick's already got his dick in his hand. It's like, no, he raises his hand again. Smegma is not an excrement either. <laughs> waste matter. No, it's waste matter discharged okay. from the bowels, feces. It's only poop. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> and and, I, gave get, me and a, I gave me a picture of a fucking lion taking a shit. That's the first animal that comes up. <laughs> Oh, and a bear, and also a bear, and a waterfall for some reason, with no poop in that picture. That's weird. Bears are strictly carnivores, right? Yes. I no, they eat some. Like wouldn't plants. they? I, I think they are omnivores. Is aren't a they? bear a carnivore? Strictly. Let's find out. No, they're omnivores. Okay, they, they I do I eat knew, both. Yeah, I, okay. I I figured that as well. That yeah, makes a right. lot of sense. Yeah, I've yeah, definitely yeah. seen them eat plants and shit before mm. and then you know there's pandas who are like strictly herbivores mm, yeah, always yeah. on that good shit you know what i'm saying I, you, know, I always, you know what i'm saying i always wondered like if if there's ever been like a i don't know i guess documented or videotaped interaction between like a panda bear and like a bear does the does the grizzly bear just bully the panda bear because it's like haha pussy you don't eat meat like, <laughs> just like fucking like just towers <laughs> over him like he just bullies him like the fuck pussy Little fucking fuck Chad the bear walks into like the fucking like into the fucking like cage or like the uh the enclosure. Yeah, the yeah, enclosure. Yeah. Panda's just sitting here with its like kids minding its own business mm. and shit, and this fucker just comes in like Hi. It's like fucking stacked. It's like on the <laughs> I literally wonder what a bear on steroids would look like. Chewing like... on that chewing on that pussy stick, huh? <laughs> Check this out. You ever say that shit before? And he pulls up like a steak that like the fucking like zookeepers gave him. <laughs> Or the, or yeah. a salmon, or a salmon. Yeah, they yeah. probably feed them salmon too. Or bass, it's, whatever. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My mom loves bears so much. She was in Alaska, and one mm. of the things she saw was like those bears that stand at like the the uh, the little uh the river, not the rivers, the uh you know little creeks and like mm -hmm. the waterfalls mm -hmm. and whatnot. They literally stand there, and they stare into the water, They're just watching all the fish go by, waiting for them to jump out so they can catch one on reaction. Mm -hmm. That's what they do, and it's. So oh, cool, it's, actually. It's so yeah. cool. It's so yeah. hype. I mean, you, you already know what I, how I feel about bears. I just want to grab one and hug one and nuzzle mm -hmm. in its little fur before it fucking Mortal Kombat, Mortal Kombat fatalities <laughs> me out of this goddamn moral coil. <laughs> Mo mortal, mortal coil, my I, mistake. I, I actually remember there was... Um, Fucked a... up that joke so bad. <laughs> yeah, you, you not only tumbled, but you also fumbled. The... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> back, was, uh, back to fucking college league for you. <laughs> back to the high school league for you. No, the uh, only twenty-four year old there. <laughs> just some big, tall motherfucker, like towering over these guys who just cracked puberty. Those but, kids would still destroy me. Probably, yeah. yeah. The same for me. Like you gotta be like a good, at least bit of like wide for football. Oh yeah, opinion. of course. Just like just at least a little bit. But going back, um. I remember I watched this documentary about this guy who was in like this protective kind of, uh, I, I guess a, like, not really a suit, but like, it just kind of was like this protective environment that he was in. It's kind of like in like a almost bulletproof kind of glass, like cage yeah. looking thing. And he was in like, I think the North or South, whichever fucking one. And, um, the polar bears, uh, he was like documenting them and, there was a scene where 
and it and it flipped between his perspective and his camera, and then also the cameras that were like um away from the uh, cage, and they were like flip flopping just to see like the different perspectives. And this polar bear straight up was like, "I'm hungry, and I'm gonna eat you." Oh, and this polar bear just like came first walking up. He didn't charge it or anything. He was at least like first kind of curious. I, I I wonder if I could find the clip, but like, he was like walking up to it first. And he, like, kept, like, pressing down on it. Like, he's, like, trying to, like, break it the fuck open and, like, get his dinner. He's, like, just... And he's, like, struggling for a bit now, like, for a while at that right. moment. And, like, the guy's just, like, sitting there, like, holy shit. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, oh, my God. If that cage wasn't there, oh, I'd be so dead. I'd be so dead. And, and polar bears are fucking huge too like i mean you know we see our bears like um in like the north america in the north americas and stuff but like yeah. polar bears are like you know they're not just drinking coca-cola up there like they like i think they are on average i think slightly bigger than our bears down here yeah but, they're kind of fat actually yeah they store a lot of uh because they have to yeah like, yeah they store there. a lot of shit in there like, for their weight yeah which, they look yeah. they look big and like polar bears like i think polar bears y'all might call me racist for this but i think polar bears are just slightly more cute i don't know what it is with the white fur and shit but like i i, I don't see... think anybody would have thought that if you oh fucking... some people I don't, I don't, some people just you love to go. throw that card around man i don't but i know other people do. that's why you i like defend myself prematurely better i mean polar bears in judge of a fucking tumblerette do you have to be to think you're fucking racist for having polar bears be your favorite type of bear. People getting canceled for even dumber shit than what I just said. Like, it's not outside the room. Dennis, of I don't know. Here. That's pretty dumb. That's really, really, really Dave, dumb. We've covered, we've covered a couple already here. And they were pretty dumb themselves, man. They're not in the same room as this, but I'm just saying, it's still pretty dumb. Yeah, dude, like, I mean, don't get me wrong, if somebody says polar bears are my favorite bear and also Hitler was right, then that's, like, a different fucking story. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it's... <laughs> you think, like, Hitler would have gone, if he went up to, like, the North or South Pole and, like, he saw, like, polar bears, he's like, you see, those are the ultimate bears <laughs> to his entire fucking posse. And they're like, that is a very argent bear. <laughs> it will be the North symbol of the Third Reich. It's a, it's a, it's a shame it doesn't have the blue eyes, but you know, white fur. I'll take what I can get, you know. Hitler <laughs> house sounds like a Swede. <laughs> and we're also going to make open up a furniture store. Call it an, in, uh, call it an completely in, unintelligible name, but then I'll shorten it for stupid Americans. Also, to be fair, I've read that for you <laughs> with the big bat. Oh, I love Inglorious Bastards. Bonjour. Tarantino is a fucking psychopath. He but is a, a psychopath. You gotta be a little bit of a psychopath to make good movies, though. That's kind of... That's how I, at least I view it. Because I don't think anything involving movies or art should be done by, strictly speaking, normal people. Word, yeah. I, yeah, I totally like, agree you know, with that. I mean, you're not gonna get, like, greatness like you got in that scene from anything else. Like, oh, Donowitz knocks it out of the fucking park! <laughs> Round of roar <roaring> applause! <laughs> you. <laughs> That's my favorite part at the end where he points to, like, the second one. You. <laughs> like, you're just... <laughs> Guys, just terrified for his life. It doesn't even have to... They don't even have to ask him anymore. It's just like... 
where on the map he just literally just points it right to them like for them he doesn't even of course, have to finish yeah. the sentence he's just like yep right there mm-hmm. yeah that's where they are and uh then they uh s- do they s- no they don't scalp him they uh yeah they do oh yeah they- no i thought they gave like the mark to his uh fucking for it because they oh they scalp scalp yeah, yeah yeah the mark because yeah, they didn't, they didn't kill him yeah, they didn't kill bad. that second guy yeah yeah but uh i like to think if World War II already has, like, a bunch of crazy stories. Like, that... I, I was thinking... It's the most that, influential and important time, I think, in human history. Like, everything. Mm. That's what they... Got that's changed, what that generation yeah, says. Mm-hmm. That's what that generation says as well. Like, they say World War II changed fucking everything. Like, literally mm-hmm. everything. Like, the way the world works and shit. Oh, just yeah. completely changed after that war ended. And makes sense to me. With yeah. the way you see it. I mean, the, like, you look at the fucking... Uh, the Israel-Palestine conflict is a direct result mm-hmm. of the ending of that war because that's where they dumped a ton of the Jews who mm-hmm. wanted a different place to live and created the nation of Israel, basically. And then they claim it's their land. Palestinians claim it's theirs because yeah, they didn't that, really there. Blah blah didn't blah. Didn't really partition it too well, like as yeah. most of these European types do. Since yeah, there was even a treaty even before that called the Sykes-Picot Agreement, which was basically um the Entente, uh, an agreement between all, like I think Britain, France, and Russia to basically break up the Middle East to their own spheres basically like after right. the world was after the war was ended mm-hmm. uh this is world war one and um i i swear to god like whenever i like the one thing that i always hear about this treaty and like most treaties i guess in general like where like it has to entail like people getting like cuts of territory and giving them to each other like almost like slicing like a piece of cake it's like there's always, like, so many of those groups, like, even fringe groups that are within, like, let's say those areas of partition. And mm-hmm. a lot of, like, the one thing, obviously, that uh, if you guys are familiar with it, like, you know, let me know. But, like, one thing that about the Middle East that I think the uh, the Europeans definitely miscalculated was just how many of those groups don't like each other. Yeah. Like, a lot of them. I mean, imagine would like, rather the kill each other. Yeah. Uh, you think the language barrier has anything to do with that? Like Europe just has so many different countries on top of each other that speak so many different languages. You know, whereas like stuff like between like states and like America. You know, it's the same mm. country we speak English. Canada. You know, they most of them speak English. Mm. Uh, you know, it's it's different. You know, like I feel yeah. like over in like the West, and you have like in like pretty much the middle of the world, like Europe. I mean, I mm-hmm. can't help but feel like there have been like maybe some misinterpretations passed down, like through treaties or some things, that makes them sort of notorious for having shitty treaties. I mean, yeah, I can't like, think of I anything mean, else. The partitions themselves, like thing, they're not they're they were always kind of like an arbitrary thing because it's mm-hmm. like. They don't really, they never really tried to think about, like, you know, all oh, what groups are in there. Like, are they going to like each other? Are they going to hate each other? It's the reason why, like, Pakistanis and also Indians also hate each other. Mm-hmm. Like, they, uh, and Britain was also, who is also at fault for that. Like, as to, like, yes. why, like, you know, that whole shit goes down over there. And I, I also just kind of, like, find it so funny that England, the UK, basically, like, wiped their hands clean of this shit. Because it's like, hey, we gave your land back. So that's your problem. <laughs> like they just kind of just basically throw their hands up, like, "Hey, we gave you your land back. You guys deal with it." I'll still fucking shoot you if you yeah. step on my lawn, but um... <laughs> that's like that's what England is. It's like hard they to believe little... somebody who sounds like this can be racist. <laughs> how could so? How could a country talking about themselves? How could a country giving back countries their own countries back? Be racist. Yes, look, we gave it back. So, we gave it back to you. Like, we we're doing the kind thing. We 
We want you to have your own country back. We'll even take our flag back. You could have it back. And then meanwhile, it's like 20 years later, like literally there'd be riots. There'd be fucking almost straight up like like shootings, murders, assassinations, almost straight up a civil war between like people. You know, I I always joke around that like, you know, um, I I always kind of say like a bit fucked up, but like. I always joke around that, like, oh, imperialism was great. It really helped them along. Like, thing I know for a fact, like, that's obviously not the truth. Like, yeah. p- like, actually true. Like, I mean, at the moment, yeah, like, you know, they gave them infrastructure and a lot of much-needed things. They brought them fucking plumbing for one. <laughs> but, like, nice. after that, it's like, after they leave, it's kind of... Um, now there are more places that have sex mm. again. <laughs> now we yeah. can finally make a billion of us. I don't even think like India is gonna like have like India don't even have room to like sit on a train normally. Like the very fact that they ride that shit on top of the fucking cars, yeah, already tells you like you know there's no room to yeah, even Dennis, fuck. There's no room th- to even fuck, <laughs> <laughs> which is insane considering the birth rate over there. But I mean, Dennis, mm. why do you think so many of them decide to immigrate? Do they left? Do they left? <laughs> You know, as an Indian... Everything think, we own in the box to the left. Do you think it's weird for an Indian to, like, go and migrate? Like, let, or immigrate, to the, to not to... um Yes, to the left, but not past the pond. But they go back... Or not they go back, but, like, they go to England and they live there. It's like, how does it feel for them, I really wonder, to live in the country that oppressed them? For, or not oppressed them, but I guess, like... I guess it did oppress, but, like, that basically ruled them for 150 years... Like, basically, as their masters. Like, I really wonder, like, you know, is it, like, a little weird for them to try to just, like, be in a country like that? Like, I mean, like, speaking as a white person who doesn't know, like, what it's like to be systematically oppressed, it, I literally can't judge that. I imagine it probably feels... A for some weird, people, least, probably right? feels really good that they can just be normal citizens again, but I imagine mm. for a lot of others, it's probably not enough. They'd probably be like, oh, I want a uh, British Indian in Parliament. You know, like, I want a British Indian to be, like, our representatives, mm. this and that, and to be in more important positions. Because oh, yeah, I, yeah, no, I don't know anything about British politics besides, mm. like, a little bit about Brexit and shit. Mm. I imagine that their Parliament looks relatively simple to similar to ours a lot of of old white dudes in there probably close enough if anything (laughs) probably mostly old white dudes in there i'm just gonna take a shot in the dark and uh, i mean you know like what they're what those chambers oh that was in poor phrasing oh (laughs) that was in really poor taste if that came off in a bad way that wasn't even a joke i just realized some people are gonna take it like that that is literally not what the fuck i meant Quickly moving on before we dwell on we dwell on that just for a little bit. Like you know what their chambers are called? Like we have the House and the Senate, right? Yes. They have the House of Commons and the House of Lords. That is like the most pretentious shit I've ever heard. I mean, like House of Representatives and then the United States Senate. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like England's always kind of had that, like you know, I, I, even in their history, they always had this bit of like. Um, I mean, royalty in general, like in Europe, they always had that bit of holier-than-thou, like, fucking sort of tone with everybody. And like, Are you kidding? I mean, it's a country made. that was passed down through a dynasty for years and years and still is for, like, you mm-hmm. know, aesthetics. Yeah. For show. You know what I mean? I mean, like, they, I imagine that's definitely how mm-hmm. it was for years. I mean, that's literally why they fucking fought a revolution and made America is because the king was like, God, my cock is huge. It's so much bigger than all the other fucking like peasants' cocks. You know what? Just because their cocks are tinier than mine, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna impose a cock tax. If you have a dick, <laughs> if you gonna, have a dick, we're gonna that's line less you up eight inches. We're gonna line you up, and we're gonna get like a ruler. 
and we have this one specific threshold. And if you guys don't make that threshold, we're gonna you're gonna be taxed. Sorry, it's just how it is. Like, <laughs> like you know, tea and shit is that's one thing. But you know, our king wants big cocks. He only wants the biggest cocks in his kingdom. <laughs> Oh, that was like his version of Aryan. Just had to have like a specific sized dick. There, oh, there was fuck. there was actually a famous um a Prussian king, and Prussia was basically what uh, Germany was before Germany. Right. There was a famous king there that who he he loved tall men. He almost had like a I'm gonna stroke my cock to these tall guys, like sort of fetish sort of right. thing. Like he just loved tall guys so much. Like literally, he like he had yeah. like he was gay. Like he had a fetish for like tall dudes. You could construe it as gay if you want, but, like, you know, he just had, like, such a hard-on for tall guys that he would literally straight up, like, kidnap them off the streets and be, like... And, like, they would be presented to him, and he would kind of be, like, oh, yes. Like, he'd be, like, given that, like, you know, the the meat stare. You oh, know? no. Yeah, yeah, he'd be, like, yes, yes. Uh, new quite specimen. A, quite a fine specimen. It's, like, you're two feet taller than I am. I like that. <laughs> sounds, sounds, sounds like I couldn't walk around at night back then. And, and, yeah, basically, if you were tall as fuck and you were living in Prussia, like it was over for you. Like oh, you're, you're no. gonna you're gonna get kidnapped, like probably. But the thing was, it wasn't just like that. He was holding him in a pen or whatever. He had this one special army unit, who we called like his uh, grenadiers, and they were all full of these guys that were just like at least above six foot something. Like they were all fucking tall motherfuckers, like all of them. And and that was even like. That was, like, considered, like, my height back then. Like, that was exceptionally yeah. tall for that time around because people were... Correct me if I'm wrong, were people, like, kind of generally shorter? Yeah, when, you're, when your diet was fucking only potatoes. Like, you're not really going to be getting a growth spurt too tall, you know what I mean? Which is ironic considering, yeah. you know, spurts. Or spuds. Whatever. I don't know why I I don't know where I was going with that. I don't even know why I agreed with that either. I was like... I was like, wait, well, yeah, yeah, sure, okay, wait a minute, no, you're retarded. My, my brain went on autopilot for a second, I was like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> Happens but, to the best of us. Uh, but, yeah, I think, um, uh, I guess we might as well, like, talk about it a little bit. I don't even know exactly too many details as to what's going on over there in Israel and Palestine, but... Oh, that, yeah. Yeah, like, um, the, because, like, I've been hearing about it, and, like, I straight up, like, I'm, every time I see it in the news, I'm just like, yo, this better not be the fucking spark that ignites World War Three. Like, no, I am not going to go to war over some fucking no, desert people. Like, no, I, no, am no, no, no. <laughs> like I am not. I am not. That's not going to happen. I can promise you that I know, but, gonna but, happen, but, but the like, media is just like covering it so extensively. And like yeah. most of the coverage is just <laughs> sounds so fucked up, but like. Palestine or Palestinians shoot missiles and then fucking Israel shoots missiles back and it's just been like a going a back and forth between each other and like apparently Israel's got this fucking dome a weapon stronger than Metal Gear <laughs> like basically destroys or like destroys all the, the missiles that are nine coming towards them. or 11 countries in the world that have nuclear weapons I think I Israel? Think th I think so yeah yeah I think they I believe they do yeah, yeah. but the thing is it's like you know the, the fight is so so uneven you know the palestinians mm -hmm. really don't have much like they're, no. they will literally be like throwing rocks at people as like protests in the streets or whatever and mm -hmm. israel will just like bomb the fuck out of like their children mm -hmm. a lot of the people who are dying over there are fucking kids who were yeah. not even born when this conflict was arisen mm -hmm. like that's how like you know fucking head ass you know like these people are or whatever <sighs> that they feel like they need to like 
bomb the crap out of like lit people who literally have nothing to even mm. fucking do with this conflict. Take a second and think that something like that could happen over here. What mm. if what if what if you know Donald Trump? You know, like when he was in office, yeah. you know, like it was even a more extreme version of what he was, and like wanted like, oh, I hate Mexicans so much, I'm gonna fucking bomb them or some shit, mm. and then Mexico would be like bombing us back. Just take a second and imagine if anything like that would happen over mm. here, which more than likely it's not going to. But just take a second. Those are human lives over there that are getting mm. decimated for a conflict that fucking arose. When before they were even born, it's one of those things that mm. I feel like you know the more in you know the more the diver the the, the deeper you dive into mm. it, the more complicated it can kind of become. Yeah, for just kind of stupid mm -hmm. reasons, and like the history of it as well. Like you know, like it's... sort of like you know bartering with an ex, if you would. You bring up this that's not relevant anymore. She brings up this that's mm -hmm. not relevant anymore. When in retrospect, you guys just need to have some time apart or move on from each other. Yeah. Not saying, not equating what's happening over there to a fucking breakup, but mm -hmm. I am saying that, you know, in retrospect, a lot of people, and even a lot of people over here feel that it is relatively simple. You know, like, Palestine was there first. You know, the Jews were dumped there at the after World War II because, like, just they needed a place mm -hmm. to go or whatever. They wanted, they didn't want to be in Germany. And as a result, they just feel, like, entitled to that land. Plus, it's something with, like, the Holy Land. At the, end of the, at the end of the day, it's not even just a land thing. It is more than anything. It's a religious conflict. It is literally, it's Jew also it's literally Jews versus Muslims. That's yeah. another thing that it is. It, it's also, like, you know, at the end of the day, this is, like, just simply put, like, a power thing. Like, Israel... As far as the presence in the Middle East, and again, like guys, I'm not speaking as no expert. I don't deal with facts here, <laughs> at least to like, at least even to this, especially because like you know, um, Middle Eastern uh, history and especially even Israeli uh, like Jewish history in terms of that region is not exactly my forte. I know a few couple things. There's also David does. So like you know, again, like don't take whatever the fuck we say like as facts. I don't even know why like thing, um, both of them started throwing missiles at each other. Um, like when it first started, at least all I heard was just that like you know. Palestinians got bombed and then also like they retaliated and such like that's all I've at least I've heard in the last couple of days about it but um the one thing I do know is that like uh, at least Jewish history within that region does go back like thousands of years yes like Jerusalem is the home of the Jews like it's fucking in the almost practically in the name for like you know for all of you like who are not familiar with it like temple right. of solomon all those places those landmarks they're all down there like mm -hmm. and that's why they view the land as sacred and it's uh i don't really have like too many thoughts about the conflict itself just other than like kind of me just regurgitating whatever i heard on the news and such probably mm -hmm. pretty poorly at least but like um i mean the the Israelis like thing have gotten kind of dogged on in the last like got dogged on by several other countries in the past like 50 years they've taken land by right of almost I guess basically classically speaking right of conquest because they there was four or five nations including Egypt nations all bigger than Israel all went after them and the Israelis beat them all and the Yom Kippur war is also an example the even like the thing I think that one was called the Six Days War. Like, they... I'm not going to say earned it or anything like that. Because, like, I, I don't know nothing about them, at least. But, like, you know, they've... In a way, have earned their presence in the Middle East. Mm -hmm. Militarily, at the very least. Like, you know, they've got attacked and they've won. Like, you know, it's, like, only natural that, they, of course, they would persist. And, you know, it's only, like... 
it's also natural that that uh, they would seek allies such as the United States. And again, like I, I'm not here to kind of like you know point fingers at any one of the sides, and like because I don't really know no nothing too much about it. Other than like thing, if you guys are confused as to like why this thing has been going on, just know that uh, looking into any history book about Jewish history, especially within like within and around like Jerusalem and like that whole like uh, I guess region, there's been a lot of goings like back and forths. Um, cha- that place has changed hands so many times that this whole thing also of making even a Jewish nation happened like several like dec like se- almost a century ago. So yeah, this is kind of like almost just an extension of that, if anything, because yeah. it's it's a long history, like as to like the formation of the country, plus like you know all the kind of political goings on, like that went that went on to like even make it happen, because like that whole region was under under the control of the Ottomans beforehand, like you know the country that you know as Turkey today, like thing they were like history lesson much, with Dennis. <laughs> Yes, settle down, class. Settle down. Uh, like, can I go to the bathroom? Uh, fuck you. <laughs> I mean, do you really need to go to the can bathroom? I have the, can I have the hall pass? Wait, do you really need to go to the bathroom? No. Okay. <laughs> I was just trying to be that kid that like you know keeps asking to go to the bathroom because he's like, oh fuck school. But yeah, I could. Uh, I mean, that, that was me during school too. Like, yo, facts. Me too. Like, like, I hated high school. Like, I, I hated sitting through most of my high school class. I want to high five that kid and let him know that everything's gonna be all right. I, I really do. Him, I want to kick him in the nuts and say, "Don't date that fucking girl that you're dating right now." <laughs> what are you talking about? It is high school. Let him do what he wants, and then he'll he'll grow from it. But, but Israel, Palestine. Hey, I, <laughs> yes. Also, you, said that you were you were on the Ottomans. Uh, yes, and you know the the history itself is also a bloody one, as much as anything. Like, oh the, yeah, as as re- in regards to like Just the Middle read East, the like, it's yeah, read the Torah or the dirt. <laughs> Like, there's still mines and shit over there. Like, it's been a war zone for fucking decades now. Read the Quran, point. you know, all that yeah. shit, you know, it's like... Yeah. Uh, even the even the Bible. You could even yeah, read that. The Brobble. The Brobble. The Brobble. The Brobble. I totally dug but, that passage. Love that. Like, middle the Middle East, like, people usually say, like, that um, it's the, the oil, the Garden of Eden of oil. And yes. Such, but, like, which... it's... I mean, it, to a case it is, but for a lot of the people who also live there, I'm not talking about like the big guys, like the politicians or the or, or those oil moguls, but like or those oil princes, I guess, because like you know most of them are in Saudi. But like a lot of the people who live there, like the average everyday people who do live there, like that place is home for them for several different reasons, and a lot of it is kind of due to religion, but also at the same time, like there is a lot of history there too for them, mm-hmm. and it's the reason why that. The conflicts that had started over there, like, kind of have a lot of almost historical connotations to it. Of course. Because, you know, uh, Sunnis and Shiites don't like each other. And they've been killing each other since, like, their entire religion even became a thing when Muhammad, you know, I guess blessed be his name, literally, like, you know, popped up out of the fucking desert and was just like, Oh, we got this new religion for all y'all. Y'all are gonna like it too. And if you don't like it, I'm gonna fucking kill you. Especially you, Christians. I'm looking at you. Sounds like a brand new dance. That's, that's basically how it basically. Like, we got happened. a brand new dance for y'all. We got a brand, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and y'all gonna like? It's like it's called like, Islam. <laughs> it's like at spear point, they're like, 
You gotta like the stairs. to the left. It's like, like they're like nudging them with the spear. It's like, yeah, slide to the right. Yeah, it's like just, just do it. Just do it. Don't say nothing. Just, just, just do it. Smile. Just keep smiling. Yeah, just keep smiling. Yeah, make sure like <laughs> take it back now, okay. y'all. Everything's okay, right? Like you know, just like you're having fun. One Jew them. this time. <laughs> <laughs> Two Jews this time. Case in point. Like that. If y'all yeah, don't, yeah, if, that's how that's how it went yeah. down, basically. Yeah, like, and in regards to this whole thing, like you know, me and David, I don't, at least me, I'm not gonna get into it. But at the yeah. very least, if y'all like are confused about like why this is all happening, just uh, even read a Wikipedia article about like the entire like not the entire history of of Israel, but like just a bit of like the regional history like within like Jerusalem and like the Holy Land and that sort of region, because like there is a lot of uh, bad blood within that place and like yeah. So it's one of the big reasons why it's like a lot of the shit that's going on there is still happening. So that's my two cents at least. Moving on to another topic. Oh, we're done. Before okay. I get into this, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I guess I'm done too because I mean, like, yeah. I'm I'm as educated. I know the basic reasons. Yeah, yeah, that exactly. the conflict is happening. Yeah. Like it, like it's because, like you know, like I mentioned a billion times, a lot of the Jews were dumped there after World War II, which yeah. is how we got on this topic to begin with because we were talking about World War II, mm-hmm. and then they, you know, they created the nation of Israel and they feel like they're entitled to that land, mm-hmm. and then you know Palestine, they were actually there, but first before they were dumped in, so they feel like they are the ones entitled mm-hmm. to that land, blah blah blah. And now this conflict has been happening for literally seventy plus years at this point. Like this has been going on for. Decades and decades and decades yeah. and decades and decades. So that's pretty much why it's going down. It's why you see a lot of, you know, hashtag free Palestine everywhere because people are like, okay, they were there first. Mm-hmm. This was literally their country, you know. So I now, like, these people just come out of here, like, out of the woodwork back in, like, you know, after the war. And then all of a sudden, it's it's theirs. Like, I mean, a lot of them over there are even, like, celebrating, you know, like, bombing mm-hmm. the crap out of these people as well. Like, it's fucked up. And sometimes there will be some people who... Because I feel like most people do, like, feel like at least in America, I think most people feel like Palestine is the one on the right, but there will be some people, even, like, sometimes, like, you know, Jewish people, like my neighbor, for instance, who, mm-hmm. you know, who even changed her profile picture just, like, you know, supporting Israel and shit, you know, because, like, she's like, oh, I, because she supports, you know, Jewish people. She's probably even, got family there, too, I'm sure. Maybe, like, yeah. yeah, and, it, like, even though, like, you know, a lot of the comp, not, I'm not just saying I'm not only blaming Israel, but a lot of the conflict is on their end, like, they were the ones who mm-hmm. did initiate the bombing, and, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so it's, you know, it, to me, it just seems like a lot of people, like, putting their religion before their kin, which is fucked mm-hmm. up to high fucking hell. Like, they're literally, like, people bombing playgrounds and shit. Like, there was this video of, like, this little 10-year-old girl talking about how, like, she just wanted to play and shit. And it's like, yeah, you, you know, your fucking religion is more important to you than that. The thing that you claim is your way of peace and shit. So it's like, you don't seem to really practice what you fucking preach. Instead, you just want to lob some shit from the safety of your nation. That's that's yeah. the way I see it. You know, like, separate. Mm-hmm. It kind of makes you think of why, you know, separation of church and state is, uh, it's, it's pretty good, bro. I'm on that uh, wave. It's also, for the Middle East, I don't think it'll happen for a long time. Yeah. and It's, it's just I, so I'm, ingrained into them, culturally-wise, yeah. too. How big picture would even people like the CIA be or anything like that? Because, like, obviously we would need to transition to electric cars at some point. Not mm-hmm. even just because of climate change, but also because, you know, like... Fossil fuels will run out eventually. Yeah. Like, they're, they're not... Unless we can find some way to, like, manifest fucking, you know, like, dinosaur bones out of thin air. God forbid we start doing it to humans, if that's even a thing. <laughs> if that's even a process. Logistically, that would be amazing, because then, like, we could just literally take the skeletons of people and then have it keep going. But from, like, you know, an ethics standpoint, <laughs> that'd, yeah. be kinda, that'd be pretty fucked up. There would definitely be debates on that for years and years on end. But, like... 
Imagine even signing uh, that waiver. Like, you, you will turn into fuel like after you if die. I die. <laughs> if you check this box, I hereby claim that I, David Riverwall, can have my bones ripped apart from my flesh <laughs> a, a, a week, at least a week after my demise to be used for oil so some guy can drive his fucking, like, giant F-150 truck to, the uh, to like, the titty but, bar. But again, for me, at least, nothing wrong with driving an F-150 truck. I'm just at least... I know David may have his reservations about, like, you know, uh, I guess, high gasoline, like, powered vehicles and such. Like, I think... And also having my bones used for oil. Yeah, like, I think a Hummer is fucking, like, superfluous as shit. But, like, you know, it's like, already, <laughs> if you're having a Hummer, it's like... I hereby like sign wine. off my bones to let this guy in the wife beater <laughs> drive his Humvee. <laughs> <laughs> how much but, oil would that even be? Like, how much would one human make? I mean, that's the thing, though, too. Like, they're, um... That's a fucked up topic I brought up, wasn't wasn't it? <laughs> I'm in some dystopian like kind of future. Like I, that'd I mean, be a good like movie or like a book or some shit. Hmm? Oh, Dennis, do you want to write? A, do you want to write like a dystopian future movie about like a future where people start using dead humans as oil? It's actually not a bad premise. Yeah, okay, actually, I'm a, I'm a, it's not. A, we'll put I'm a rain check in that right now. Yeah, I'm definitely yeah. removing this section from the podcast because none of you fuckers <laughs> are stealing. That shit is copyrighted. None of you are stealing this idea. Brilliant idea that I made. If you're even... You're, you're not even allowed to listen to it. If you're listening oh. to this podcast right now, you're getting sued. Are we going <laughs> to private this video? <laughs> <laughs> no, but in real talk, I mean, like, <clears throat> in the conversation about oil, you think the Middle East is fucked up now? Wait until no one needs their oil. Seriously, uh, like wait until no mm. one needs their oil. Was now what? One? Now what are they? Now what are we? The, you know, like now we're just like a bunch of like pissed off religious people stabbing each other in the desert. Mm. Uh, there is one country. Not that that's that what they all are. I don't mean that in a racist. <laughs> I don't mean that in a racist kind of way. By the way, you know what I mean. I'm talking about in terms of like you know the co I'm talking about in terms of the conflicts they have down there. Like I've seen I've seen amazing uh, Iranian films actually mm. that talk about like really deal into the culture of the movie. Like there's this one mm. about like a couple getting divorced because she wants to move to America because she's like, all mm. right, this place sucks. I want to leave. Mm. And then he's like, I want to stay here because his father has Alzheimer's and it is yeah. very, 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 very huge in Middle Eastern culture. I think Arabic culture specifically, if I'm not mistaken, where, um, you take care of your parents mm -hmm. when they can't take care of themselves anymore. Like yeah. that's not something you skip out on or you send them to a, just send them to a nursing home or something like, no, like you take care of your parents in that mm -hmm. culture when they get to that age. And that's why that movie happens. And it really talks about really delves into like the, the logistics of like divorce law over mm -hmm. in the middle East and whatnot. And the kind of conflicts that they go through because of that really interesting dive into the culture. I do not remember what that movie was called. Unfortunately, I watched it in a, uh, Bergen community uh, English class, and I don't oh. I don't even think I have access to like Moogle or whatever M Moogle Moodle Moodles <laughs> like, Moodles, not the fucking Final Fantasy cat thing. Damn, David, I've been out of Bergen longer than you, and I still know the fucking name. <laughs> Shut up! All right, I just I didn't remember fucking M Moodle Moogle Moogle Moodle. Mm. All right, but so so I don't even think I can log into that mm. anymore. My file on that shit definitely doesn't exist. I've been out of Bergen for like five years, mm -hmm. so I, that's definitely not there anymore. I wish I could remember what that movie was called. Maybe just Google, like, I'm gonna Google real quick. Iranian divorce m movie. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, while David searches that up, like, and also, like, the Middle East... A, a separation, there it is. It's called oh, a, a separation. A, a separation okay. came out in 2011. It's, uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a drama. Mm -hmm. When when Nadir Payman Madi, a bank employee, refuses to leave Tehran, his wife, 
uh, his wife Semin, uh, Lila Hatami, sues for divorce in the hope that she can make a better life for their young daughter abroad and then needing somebody to take care of a senile father, blah, blah, blah. Real, just a really good movie. Find it where you mm-hmm. can. Watch it if you can. I don't know where you can watch it, but just, I don't know. It's not my fucking problem. You can go You can go and do it <laughs> get yourself. A, get a VPN, torrent the fucker. Just oh, yeah, or maybe like some sort of, maybe like, yeah. get like, a, like some type of Middle Eastern Netflix account or something like that if Could you can some, too, find yeah. a way to access that. Whatever, but it, it's a good movie. It's called a, mm. uh, a separation. Very good movie. Uh, okay. Foovy. 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 <laughs> it's a very good movie. Why can't I talk today? Usually it's me, David. I usually it it's me. Uh, but oh yeah, my, just, my pipes, like, my leaping. I <laughs> I even uh, I thought about a little bit about like what you said of, of how like you know what would the situation be like if like the oil um, basically was considered a non-issue by like other entities. Um, let's say up to that point, like if the U.S. was able to find oil from other countries, like think obviously they would just because I think the Saudis do charge. I, I don't know the numbers for sure, but I could definitely tell like they would, they could easily charge up whatever they wanted, and like the U.S. would be like, okay, yeah, we'll buy it. Just give us the fucking oil. Yeah, and there was another country that did, uh, all, that does also have oil, and um, I think it was somewhere in South America. I fucking forgot, but I believe it's the country that's going through some shit right now. Maybe not Colombia, but um, would that be? Um, is it Brazil? No, it's not Brazil. It's right. like further towards like the north, like literally after you get out of that little neck from like Central America. Well, it's been a long time since my you know mm. South American mm. you know fucking Mayan excursion, but like <laughs> trying to find the trying to find the temple. I uh, <laughs> I don't um I don't know the geography too well. Oh, Venezuela! There you go. There you go. They also like had like some oil going down there. I I I didn't I don't remember as to like why like uh, I heard the oil is kind of the quality is a little worse than like Middle Eastern oil. I, I don't know like the logistics of it exactly. Well, did but, they like, taste test it? Yeah, they just stuck their finger in the vat and was just like, "Yep, that's oil." <laughs> it's like, "Hey Johnny, give me the uh, give me the lighter." <laughs> he just like <laughs> sticks the lighter in his mouth, <laughs> like blows like a but, fireball. Yeah. <laughs> Those guys over, like, always at, like, the little circuses, like, always impress me. I'm just like, damn, like, they dedicate their lives to this shit, and I'm too pussy to even sometimes ride a skateboard. (laughs) (laughs) Let alone drink gasoline. Let alone drink gasoline or swallow a sword, you know? Mm -hmm. But, um, yeah, I always did wonder that, too. I can feel it in my lower intestine. Like, I think if... If the oil was not an issue anymore, like, it would just stop being an economic, like, I guess, issue for a lot of countries, especially us. Because... I think after that, we. I, I think. Uh, okay, again, like I don't deal with facts over here. I'm just thinking oh my in my God. head at least. I feel as if the United States would have a much bigger reason to just pull the fuck out of there at that point. Because I think probably the heads of states, like everybody, like all the big wigs are probably going to like talk to each other and then probably decide that, yeah, there's no point in being there. Yeah, didn't Biden just pull issue. a shit ton of troops back recently? He proposed it. I don't know if he actually did yet, but, you know, he did say, I think, um, on the news like that, yeah, like, we're going to be trying to pull out more of our boys out of there. But It's so interesting to think, like, oh, I'm sorry, go on, go on. Oh, no, and uh, I just wanted to at least, I guess, add on that the, um, if it stops being an economic issue for us, then it's just going to become the people who live there's issue. They're already killing each other, like, and they've already been killing each other for so long now at this point that, like... They don't even really do it for oil. They do it for religious reasons. That's an entirely different reason from ours and why. I mean, we invaded Iraq 
and got Saddam because of 9-11 and such. Like, you know, that was a retaliatory, retaliatory Alleged, attack. Allegedly. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, we stayed for that oil. So, like, if that reason's gone, like, there's going to be say, no you reason. know, came for that ass, stayed for her heart. <laughs> came for Saddam, stayed for the oil, basically. Pretty much. And if, since, and if the oil doesn't become an issue anymore, I think... If let's say EVs given like I think people some companies track rec, uh, some companies projections especially even Tesla's is that like we want a good chunk of the population to own EVs and like you know we want them to like basically replace uh, gasoline powered cars. I still love gasoline powered cars. I'm a car guy myself, but like you know again like I do see the utilities of EVs as well. But mm-hmm. like so I drive a fucking sports car for Christ's sake, and like yeah. <laughs> so I, I love cars by extension. And, but again, if like EVs like do become the new thing and I can do see that, uh, they can become not, it's going to take them a while to basically replace all of diesel, like all of gasoline powered cars. But in a couple of years, I could definitely see them having obviously just a much bigger presence than they already kind of already do now. They already have a big presence out there in the world and mm-hmm. especially within the United States. Like I see Tesla's for every, like, like every five Hondas, there's always like one Tesla. Mm-hmm. So, like, you know, I, I could see that number getting bigger and bigger as the years go on. And for, uh, you know, and oil is not just meant for the car industry. There's other industries that do use it. And and as far as our military, you know, we have, like, nuclear-powered submarines and nuclear-powered aircraft carriers. So, like, you know, we don't really need oil for that, per se. Yeah. But the oil industries, like, if one of their biggest, I guess, like... um. Uh, buyers or like at least people that they work with is with automotive industries especially you know our car companies like ford gm uh christ you know uh chevy all of them like they all work with them and chevy's already kind of chevy and also ford is also starting to go towards like the ev route too so right. like they're already starting to make their own electric powered vehicles as well so like they know where the wind is blowing per se yeah you know some of them claim to be all like only ev by like 2030 or whatever and stuff. It's gonna be longer. It's gonna be longer than that. Like that's even optimistic for me. Well, I mean, opinion. like only like, producing. Yeah, but like I—that's why I'm saying. Like I even I feel as if that's a bit optimistic because, I mean, Tesla. I guess you could say is like a very much a mover and a shaker when it comes to electric cars, and arguably they are. Like you know, it's like they're the definitely nope. moved and shook those fucking Dogecoin. Yeah, <laughs> and, and basically percentage. said basically gutted uh, Bitcoin as well. Like, literally just took a knife and just gutted it. Uh, <laughs> Did Dogecoin, like, boost climate change? It, I, I honestly loved, like, just seeing people go, like, borderline, like, not fully apeshit, but borderline apeshit when they, like, heard that basically uh, our boy Musk over there was going to, like, basically take off Bitcoin as, like, an accepted currency for Tesla. Right. And everyone was like, what the fuck is going on? Like, why is it going down? Like, you know, like, that's how all, like, basically... Guys who read stocks and cryptos are all like, they yeah. all just like look at the green arrow or the red arrow now going down. And they're just like, why is it going down? What the fuck is going but, on? But I, but I implore you, uh, do your own, just do your own research. Even yeah. They can never <laughs> fucking tell you it yourself. That shit is, ooh, Dennis, you know how I feel about that I, shit. I know, I know. You know how I feel I about know, that. I know, I know, I know. Ooh, I know. don't get me started. Don't brand me. I, I don't will, light I that will, fire under my asshole. <laughs> but basically, like what I'm saying is like, I, I do feel like the... 
like the reason why our presence is so big over there and people could argue that like you know it's still for the military reasons like you know we are trying to like help those recover like help those areas that were affected by the war on terror and even like other terrorists like to recover it's the reason why like united states soldiers are there for a reason but like i feel as if once the economic reason is not gonna be there anymore neither will the soldiers be there as well yeah there probably will be a couple of them still stationed but nowhere near as like the presence that they have now over there i think at one point like there was at least like a couple tens of thousands of troops over there like at least to the like to the greatest number that i remember about along that ballpark figure so like i feel as if like yeah again like if the situation of the oil doesn't become isn't isn't a crucial economic one anymore they'll end up starting to pull out their troops as well because, like, you know, yeah. it's like we don't really need to be here. That shit's about like, oil, man. I mean, yeah. like, it's definitely, it's, like, it's why money. would the U.S. want to fuck with that? Like, honestly, dude, it's like... Mm. Listen, I know I correlated the Middle East to a breakup earlier. <laughs> but I'm gonna go ahead and do it again. Well, actually, it wasn't the Middle... You know what I mean, like, the Palestine yeah, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. It was, um... <laughs> straight up, it's like... Baggage. Just lots like, of baggage. Yeah. yeah here's mm-hmm. what here's what the Middle East is to America, at least not to American people. I'm talking strictly like you know governments here. Mm-hmm. It's that really, 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 really hot girl that you know is just fucking awful for you. Mm. She's damaged goods. She you fucks know good. It. You you know it. She's yeah. damaged good. She's mm-hmm. got like so much baggage. Needs years and mm-hmm. years of therapy that she's refusing to get, like because of just whatever issues. And then just as a result, she keeps imploding in herself within because mm-hmm. she de- never tries to help herself or exploding. Ayo, oh, okay. Or exploding, <laughs> and is also frankly <laughs> in a very shitty situation in comparison to her neighbors and the people mm-hmm. around her. To the point where it's there's no one around to really help her herself, so she just yeah. tries to help herself, but doesn't necessarily mm. have the resources for it. America has been under the gauze of helping that woman for years and years. I, I, I say that with quotation marks for mm. years and years on end because that pussy's just too good. For twenty years, now. for twenty years they've been in that abusive relationship. That mm. pussy's just too good, and then when that pussy dries up. They lo- they moving on. They're moving on. When that Man. oil well dries up, they're moving on because now you're just with somebody that you're not even attracted to mm-hmm. that's got mountains of baggage proving that you never loved her. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what the situation with America and the Middle East is. They never loved yeah. her. We love what you got. Yeah. And that's pretty much what that exactly. is. And the Middle East just implodes on itself within because of all the baggage and history that comes around it and mm-hmm. no one around them is helping them. That's what it is. It's like a sad, abusive... It's like a sad, you know, like, lonely woman with, like, a shit ton of baggage and abuse over the years that has, like, such a history to it and wants help, but just can't fucking get it, no matter what Mm. they do, and no one around them is helping them either. That's the analogy that I would like to compare America's relationship with the Middle East and the Middle East relationship with the world, too. You know, some of those people, like, are just fucking pariahs wherever they go, wherever Mm. they immigrate, you know, whether they have to deal with racism or some sort of, like, religious, like, you know, bigotry, anything and else. Mm. Even even if they go to, like, European countries. Do you think that shit only happens in America? Fuck no. There's a shit ton of Europeans that fucking hate Muslims. That's absolutely a real thing. And they have their own history, too, with that as well. Yeah. Please, like, tell us. uh, I guess... (laughs) 
Oh my god, it's gonna be another fucking hour. Alright, then don't, then don't, then no, no, don't. No, 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 it's no. alright. But I was gonna at least mention that um like it's the like that whole reason and that whole like I guess analogy that you just said is the reason why we even fuck with the Saudis to begin with. Like they are, by all intents and purposes, should be pariahs, like in the international community. But they have that oil, so no one really talks too badly about them. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, Which you know, is like, an abusive thing in and of yeah, itself. Like when yeah. you know how fucking toxic yeah. somebody is, but you're defending them constantly. Which yeah. is, trust me, in my neck of the woods, is something I have seen in my personal relationships as well. It's it's the saddest thing in the world when you want someone to be something that they're not so, so badly to the point where you just pretend that's who they are. Because yeah. of this warped image that you have of them. Not saying that's what, you know, the Saudi Arabian thing is. Like, a lot of the UN and a lot of other countries know the fuck shit that that country has done. Oh, yeah. Or, like, the terrorist groups that come from that country of has course. done. Yeah. But, you know, again, that pussy too good. So you just look yeah. the other way. The oil, that oily pussy, you know what I mean? That like, oil it's is... Just, it's just... Uh, <laughs> it's just too good, man. Well, I mean, oil-based lubes don't... Like, they do feel okay. I mean, water-based ones are better, though. I like... I haven't had... I haven't had the... Uh, chance to try any lubes yet that's actually surprising i know but like thing i well me and I my ex literally never used a condom once like literally Hon ever she just didn't want to and <laughs> you know you already know the story with that so we had to use lube kind of frequently <laughs> which made it it made it nice i won't lie yeah, but yeah, like yeah. you know number four prostitute yeah but eventually the u.s is gonna stop lubing the dick for that uh, pussy. Exactly. Like, and they, what's like, going to happen to the Middle East and even when the I, when America abandons it in that sense, at least business-wise it abandons it. It's so... Yeah. Ugh, fuck the, it, man, the Middle East. It's just always in the history of life. I mean, when it's... Think about it. It's the place that's literally in the middle of the world. You gotta think to yourself, maybe, mm. how much did that have to do with it? You know, like, it's literally the center <laughs> of the world when you think about it in that way. I love, I love this one quote that some guy... Uh, <laughs> that I remember hearing and it was this guy talking about the Middle East he's like oh yeah man I would love to live in a dusty shithole that explodes every two seconds and like, I was like holy shit it's not even their fault yeah of course like uh, I mean at least for the every average everyday people like they're just trying to fucking live out there like yeah. for the ones that haven't just straight up emigrated out the fuck like of their country and the ones still staying there they're just trying to live yeah. I'm just trying to survive. And yeah. There could be people like you or me from there, people who like want to like be historians, people who have the same sense of humor as mm. you or I, Dennis. People who have people who have dreams, you know, I'm sure maybe maybe there's somebody over there who wants to be like a voice actor, you know? And the reason I say this kind of stuff is because I try to like always like when people like don't have a hard time showing empathy to those less fortunate, I like to mm. just try to make them seem as similar to them as possible. Because they are people with dreams and aspirations in life and people who just never had those same opportunities that guys like you and I had. You mm -hmm. know, that's the kind of stuff like where you just say it, it doesn't hit people as hard, right? It, mm -hmm. it, it, like Because it's just like, I live in a first world country, I'm so used to the pampering, it's hard to feel sad for these kinds of people sometimes. Even I get that way sometimes, but that's why I like to try to really correlate it. You know, even like to like mm -hmm. lower income communities in the US, like there will be people there who like have the same dreams as you you know, want to do the same things that yeah. you do, might be just like you, who just, not unlike you, have to deal with so much bullshit, you know, like, whether it's racism, religious bigotry, all this kinds of stuff, and that's why these conflicts mm. are really just so sad at the end of the day, these are human beings that that shit happens to, you know, it's like, yeah. that's, I like to correlate it to that, to try to, like, make them seem as similar to guys like you and us as possible, just to really, like, try to make people a little more empathetic. Yeah. 
towards those less fortunate. They, they they are. The only difference is is that like our neighborhood doesn't explode every fucking day. Exactly. Like yeah. and it's also yeah, like they, like we all eating a shit sandwich. I always quote that shit from Bill Burr, but like I do believe it. Like everyone here just eats a shit sandwich and like we're all just trying to get by and like make our way into the world and such. And for them obviously it's infinitely harder because every day is a fucking explosion in like the street next to them or the house in front of them or even fucking the building like thing right a couple blocks from them exploded for some fucking reason. Yeah. And yeah, dude, like, people smoke a plant in this country that makes them hungry <laughs> for fun. <laughs> for fun. While there are starving kids in Africa, you fucking assholes are smoking but, weed while there are starving kids in Africa. Every toke, <laughs> every puff that you assholes take, you should feel bad. You should but, be like, wow, there's somebody in another country who, wow, oh man, it'll, I bet it'll feel great to hit that shit. No, they just want food, motherfucker, and you're smoking something that makes you want more food? Smo Dude, weed smokers are technically, like, the biggest first world problem that's ever been a first world problem because you're just doing something that's deliberately making you more hungry. Speaking of first world problems... Assholes. <laughs> fucking assholes. Assholes. It located between a Kyrgyzstan, a Turkestan, and assholes, Uzbekistan. I also just realized something, too. Like... You know, like organizations like the Red Cross, like World Peace Organizations, all those fucking guys. Like, Never, that, do not you know, donate to Red Cross. I, I, I know, but like, you know, my, uh, what I was going to kind of getting at was that like, you know, we all know like how these groups like go to like these affected countries. I've never heard them go to a Middle Eastern country. And here's the thing. I can't blame them because they know that if, hey, if I do go there, I'll probably die. I'll probably step on a landmine or, if anything, a car bomb will go off and I will be in the vicinity of it and I will die. Mm -hmm. It's one thing to going, I guess, sounds a bit fucked up, but, like, it's one thing going to an effect, like, an African country and helping some sick kids. It's another going to a straight-up battlefield. Yeah. <laughs> like, a, a legit war zone. Or a drone strike. You know, they could just be or there. Or a drone strike, they, yeah. they could just be there and, you know, an American killed you, <laughs> technically. Mm. So there's that as well mm -hmm. that could happen. I mean, you know... Uh, just like even, Uncle One and Uncle Fungus. The the uh, <laughs> the the American equivalent is that well, of that was uh, World War Two, where we literally bombed the fuck out of Europe. Yeah. The United States and Britain straight up bombed the fuck out of Europe. Not just Germany, France as well. Like before even like the D-Day landings, like we literally bombed the shit out of them. <laughs> and these American soldiers who came through these villages. Had all these cold stares looking at it because it's like, my house just blew up. Yeah. My house blew up like two years ago because of you. Like, the technology, they just wanted to like wipe it out as best as they could right then. Because mm. it's not like, you know, the kind of direct, you know, like precise, you know, drone strikes and stuff that yeah. they have today with the insane technology that the military has. You know, back then mm. they didn't have, you know, like, oh, beep, beep, boop, scanning for Germans. It, it would literally it, like, be it like carpet bombing whole towns off the map. Like that's what, how it was, like at least... By the time of 44 and before D-Day, like, they really ramped it up by that point. Because, like, we're just trying to make Germany fucking surrender. But they won't surrender. So we're just going to bomb the shit out of them and hope to God that it Scanning helps. Scanning for Jew haters. <laughs> but it wasn't even People, a lot of them. Jew hater detected. Yeah, within that within the neighborhood of that Jew hater is 500 of the people that don't even care. Like, exactly. Have nothing to do with that at all. Mm -hmm. And it's the reason why, like... You know, World War II itself, like, you know, it, it definitely was like a, um, 
that was probably definitely one of the few wars that really was like good versus evil because like the yeah. Nazis were evil. World War Two was but, one of the last truly justified yeah. wars, in my opinion. Yeah. But at the same time, though, there was a lot of uh, shifty shit. Shifty as in like stuff that's not really talked about too much in like uh, public circles, I guess, because like nobody ever. T- Everyone always knows the D-Day landings. America landed and gave like you know liberated Europe. No one ever talks about the fact that they bombed the fuck out of like several thousands of French villages and towns like before the invasion. And even, you know, if we're even going to go into Germany, like, you know, there were even uh, cities, uh, I don't know if you ever heard of the Dresden bombing. It was literally like um, a bombing campaign from the uh, RAF, the Royal Air Force, uh, from uh, Britain specifically, that people say that, you know, there were bombing campaigns and then there was Dresden. That's how crazy it fucking was because they Mm. literally set fire to the entire, like, basically to the entire city. A good, I think... More than fifty percent of the of the entire city was basically affected and burned down to the ground. Several casualties as well. Fires even like several miles high. Like it was like literally like hell on earth for them. Like when they were over there, and and then there's the whole argument of like oh like I mean Dresden was in Germany so therefore a military target. But it's like yeah, but at the same time like it was later found out that like it wasn't exactly hiding some crazy amounts of like German industry and shit. It was very much like, um, kind of you know, how you imagine like a lot of German cities to be. It's like in the fucking hills and mountains and like, you know, it's very, fairly large. Like, you know, it was a pr- fairly big like metropolis. And people still talk about the Dresden bombing today because it's like people say like it was one of the few times where we kind of misused, the allies misused like their, um, their military power because... Because there's also Dresden, and then there was also Hiroshima and Nagasaki. So it's like, it, the arguments kind of just never end at that point. Because people's reasons for Hiroshima and Nagasaki was like, we're just, we were just trying to end the war as quickly as possible. Because yeah. if we don't drop these two fucking bombs, then we're going to have to be sending in our boys in there. And it'll be a long campaign. Yeah. It like, this will make D-Day look like a minimum, fucking joke. They said at minimum that a million more Americans would have died. Oh, yeah. It had uh, had we not dropped the bomb and just you know like do- just delve deeper for, into Japan. Yeah, like would have fought for every inch of Japanese land, basically, and Very like, J- and the Japanese were also basically like digging themselves in literally underground. <laughs> like they were ready to die if they yeah, invaded, and, dude. And America probably if that if that had happened, dude, fuck Nintendo probably would have still been a trading card company. That no more Mario. Yeah. No more Zelda. No smash. History would have definitely, yeah, of course, been different. And, you know, there was a lot of things that even happened afterwards that, like, you know, had it happened differently, Japan would be a totally different country. Like, because they, Japan's, from what I can tell, like, they are fairly cooperative with the United States. Because, like, you know, they have that treaty and such. And, but it, there was one stipulation that, like, um, well, not stipulation really per se. I don't know exactly what the treaty was entailed exactly. But, like, you know how Japan... I don't know if you know it, still has an emperor. Like, this is from the same family of from the guy who basically declared war on the United States during Yor- World Yorito? War II. Yeah, he comes from that same family. The current emperor now comes from that same family. And one of their stipulations was that, like... The we current were, emperor? What are you talking about? There's a current emperor of Japan. Yeah. Like, not, but like nobody, the, not like the prime minister or chancellor? 
they have a prime minister, but they also have the emperor who he functions basically as like their national figurehead, like the queen does in England. I was just like going to bring up that comparison. Wow, I had no yeah. idea. Yeah, the emperor is like basically still alive. The royal family's still alive. Like they're still kicking it. But one of the stipulations was that like um I get not I can't, I keep saying stipulations, but like the Japanese they've thought that the Americans would basically depose the imperial family. And a lot of historians have basically said afterwards that had they done that, the entire Japanese population would have been completely uncooperative with the United States and like shit would have probably hit the fan even again after like they um after occupation and such yeah they would literally never never quit yeah they would they would have never surrendered they probably would have like seen like i don't even know how many more japanese like would have died they would have basically just seen red all day like in their eyes like it would just been blood in their eyes like the entire like time that they were there like so that's why like you know it's it's a there's like this territory of what if that i kind of don't want to get into but like Militarily speaking, it was the right move, though, because in the end, that with hindsight, debate. yeah, with hindsight, it did end the war quickly. Yes. So you know, but again, like that also opened its own can of worms, like nuclear power. Of course. Like then, because you know that couple years later, you know, like ten years, the arms race yeah. was in full swing. Yeah, like Stalin already had made his own bomb, like a good year afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like a good year after Hiroshima, basically, and like you haven't after played, that. Uh, Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, yeah. And, you know, and then after nuclear power became such a thing, and then once we were able to utilize it in a way where it, like, would help our everyday lives, not just in, like, a destroy-your-enemies sort of way, we had nuclear reactors. But also, at the same time, we had fucking Chernobyl happen, and that could have been a fucking global, like, disaster had it not been stopped, basically. Like, mm-hmm. I I don't know if you ever watched that Chernobyl I, I never did. I don't know enough about Chernobyl, personally. Oh, but I think you'd like it though. Regardless, it's it's done really well, and they kind of explain it in a way where you are stupid. Because <laughs> I thought like I wouldn't I'm understand sure. any of this shit. Because like you know, it's like nuclear reactors, like you know, it's yeah. like all these terms and like you know formulas and all this shit. But like they break it down in a way where it's like you're fairly average. Like I guess uh, you you don't need to be a nuclear <laughs> physicist you know, to funny. fucking understand this. That's funny. That's one thing that the Big Short tries and very much fails to do. <laughs> <laughs> Very much fails. They're just like, oh, here's Bar Raffaelli naked in a hot tub to explain how short selling to you, and it, it doesn't work. It does not make anything of that fucking movie more simple. It's still really, really complicated economics that they talk about mm. in that film. But, um, fuck, yeah, but- fuck what was going to... Oh, yeah, I was going to say, uh, like, uh, mm. uh, no, you go ahead, you go ahead. Oh, yeah, and basically, I don't know, like, I'm still also scared. I'm going to off on a bit of a tangent here, but we do that here, so, you know, you guys deal with it. But, uh... <laughs> Like, I think no. I'm st- I'm still scared of nuclear um, energy in general because, yeah. like, there was also the Fukushima um, nuclear uh, reactor meltdown mm-hmm. that happened in Japan, mm-hmm. and that entire area I believe is basically closed off to the rest of the world now at this point. Yeah, and Chernobyl is still a fucking wasteland as well, and I personally believe I, I don't know if I've heard this right, but like it's gonna be practically a century or more before they could go back in there after the radiations died yep. down. I think like, I think even more than that. I heard yeah. I don't remember where I heard this, but I heard something like it was going to actually be a couple of centuries before Shit. like it would clean up. I don't I but that I I don't even remember where I heard I, that from, so that could be I believe it though, considering yeah. like how bad Chernobyl was. 
and at least in the series that I watched on HBO, like they kind of talked about how like there were so many people trying to downplay like how bad this was, this, how bad this was like actually. And when it was found out how bad it actually was, like that was when even I believe Gorbachev or Khrushchev, who was in power at the time, that's when even he realized, okay, we got to get our shit together and close this fucking thing off now because if it, because if we don't, not only are we fucked, everyone's fucked. <laughs> Like yeah. in the world. At the very least, you can put down your differences for that when you realize something yeah. actually is that much bigger than you. Mm -hmm. Maybe people low-key feel like religion isn't that, and that's why they keep bombing each other for it instead of just talking it out. But uh, to relate that shit to Call of Duty, mm. I... Uh, like I like I was talking about before. <laughs> I remember Modern Warfare One, like the original. Mm. There's a there's a mission in like 1996 where you're like going to assassinate somebody like in the aftermath of Chernobyl mm -hmm. and whatnot. There's certain areas you can't go to there because of like the radiation or whatnot. It's a video game, so I'm sure it's not too mm. accurate. But then, and this is pretty much I guess big spoilers for you know COD Cold War, the recent one. If I'm mm -hmm. sure if you haven't played it yet, you don't really plan to for most of you. But here you go. If you actually care about spoilers, here's your warning. Pretty much the main plot of that game, right? Is that about a little less than halfway through... I mean, you're trying to, like, catch, like, a certain, like, Russian... You're trying to catch, like, a specific Russian terrorist, and then halfway through the game, or a little less than halfway, you find out that because of the arms race in 1959, what America did is that they actually had set up a bunch of sleeper bombs in, like, every European... and uh, like, every... Pretty much every European city... In mm -hmm. pretty much every European country as a last-ditch defense in case they couldn't stop in a full-swing invasion of the Reds. Mm -hmm. that, like, that's what they were doing that for. And as a result, what happens is that there was a stolen nuke out of Germany and that the terrorist Perseus has it. So he's in possession of, like, an American nuke that once he detonates it would set off a chain reaction of nukes completely destroying Europe. That's pretty much the plot of that game. And... <laughs> To, to you know to correlate that to the arms sway to the arms race I mean I'm sure they base a lot of when when the cod writers do this stuff they base some of it in fact and then a lot of it on this I'm sure fiction mm -hmm. I hope and doubt mostly hope that, that 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 shit is not based on something that the US actually did even, um, maybe, <laughs> um, I'm willing to bet that maybe like that was probably like some like declassified file that years later that'd be like okay this was like plan you know H or whatever, mm. like for America, like Plan Z. Yeah, pretty <laughs> like like that basically. <laughs> this Plan Z can't possibly fail. <laughs> the Americans like just like take the folder and stiff it. It's like it's lemon scented. <laughs> oh, oh! It's just like a map of Europe, but it's just like a it's bunch terrible. of circles. It's, it's like diabolical. <laughs> It's lemon scented. It's just like a bunch of circles overlapping each other. It's like this is the radius for the explosion. And it's just like oh, 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 oh. He oh, just that opens that shit like a fucking Playboy. I know. It's, and again, for the Americans, pays to have two major oceans be your basically a first line of defense. Basically, yeah. Essentially, it's, that's why you know Europe yeah. again. What I was talking about the Middle East, literally the middle of the world. So mm. they always eat the most shit. From stuff that happened in, like, yeah. you know, like, even global conflicts. Like, the Cold War. All the countries that got, like, fucked by the Cold War. 
It's like this mm. is literally like a pissing, Afghanistan. It's like yeah. literally a fucking pissing match between like the U.S. and Russia, and like I mean, these countries are paying, the, and these countries are paying the price for it. Mm. You know, it's like bullshit. All them proxy wars, yeah, that basically mm -hmm, happened. Like, mm -hmm, everyone, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I don't know if too many people kind of know of the Soviet invasion of Afghanistan, but like, you yeah, know, that was also like one of those sort of wars, like the Gulf Wars. Again, they, that's like, that's a mission in yeah. Black Ops too. That's that's another thing oh, that Call oh. of Duty talks about. Yeah. Oh shit. About like the Soviet invasion right. of uh, Afghanistan. Yeah. Afghan yeah. And, and also in a Billy Joel song. Yes, that is true. Naming 72 fucking events of world history <laughs> within much. like three fucking minutes of a song. I really want him. I want him. I don't know if he ever did this live. I'm sure he has. But if he hasn't, great idea. Updated lyrics, bro. Come on. Of current events? Yes, yes. Updated lyrics for mm -hmm. like 2021. Come on. That would be sick. Right? I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah, it would, but... There, uh, that's. I think that'd be like, even lyrically speaking, it would be a logistical nightmare, in my opinion. <laughs> Nine Eleven like, television. <laughs> <laughs> War on terror, present. <laughs> Bush, Obama, Trump. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! If you need, also mention George Floyd. Oh my god, yeah, there'd be so many. There's actually, there actually has been a lot of shit. Black Lives Matter, Anti Matter, Anti <laughs> Yeah, like it's hard to like think of like if we sat no. down and like wrote this down, it'd be a lot easier. Like thinking of like global events. This is the kind of thing mm -hmm. that would take time. If you can fucking improvise like modern uh, current events to the tune of "We Didn't Start the Fire," you are talented. And yeah, you're you, de yeah. you deserve fucking accolades because improv is already hard enough as it is for like you know a lot of but people. But a song, yeah, with world like, events, exactly. Yeah, that, that fucking actually rhymes. Like <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, you are talented. Yeah. Like I was trying to do it right now, and I can only string two events at a time. I, I like me. I got one and then stopped at like the second. <laughs> That's how fucking like just my brain can't like work that fast. So again, if y'all can improv and you can all can do that, hey, Israel, Palestine, North Korea, back again. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Trump and Kim and shook hands. <laughs> Ariana Grande. Fuck, I kind of want to I kind of want to try this now. I want to write lyrics. I want to write modern uh, lyrics to fucking Oh, you got to get the uh, inflection right too though. You got to uh, get the tone and such like make sure that everything's kind of flows right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I could oh, do that when you're just changing the lyrics to an existing song, it's different. You don't have to change the music. You know that that's but true, the, yeah, true, but true. the tones, yeah, like of where you're going to put certain events like where you gets like more intense like like at the very like at the very end of that song, he's like Belgians in the Congo. Like that's like <laughs> the like really intense shit like that at the end. Like he saves some of like the really hard stuff for like like the like the end of like the verses, if you would, in that song. If you guys don't know what we're referencing, because I'm sure some of you listening to this are fucking you know Zoomers. We are. It's, it's a Billy Joel song called "We Didn't Start the Fire." Very very catchy song. It's one of his mm. top hits, and he has like you know a shit ton of top hits. He's like one of the most renowned like you know artists in the world, and. uh... That song is basically like a a list of like a it's like a it's a rhyming song. Well, duh, it's a rhyming wait, song with a bunch of wait, David. Like, I'm gonna go to the bathroom real quick. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> I'll, I'll explain. It's a um, <clears throat> it's basically a song where like he lists like a bunch of different like current events, 
and like our current events are like you know places or pop culture figures just listing like the history of the world basically in a song and the song is called we didn't start the fire and it's basically implying that you know like a lot of the bad shit that happens in the world it's not our fault you know this is just how the world turns we didn't light it but we're trying to fight it as they say so that's pretty much what that song is about. And what me and Dennis were just laughing so hard about now is that we were just basically, like, trying to improvise, like, <laughs> modern events to that song. Because that song was written in, like, the 80s, I believe. I think the early 80s when Billy Joel was... he Billy Joel was one of those artists. He had, like, a phase where he was trying to be, like, a pop artist at first after being pretty much, like, a, a pianist. So let me, uh... We didn't start the fire. Release date. Yeah, oh, 1989. I thought it was actually the early 80s. No, it was the late 80s. 1989. Alright, that makes a lot of sense. So, yeah. It was basically a response to a comment about how much harder it was growing up in the 1980s as opposed to the 1950s. He wrote the lyrics before the music and included the song on his 89 album, Stormfront. Alright, that is not what I expected that song to be about, but sometimes songs have different meanings. Like the song American Woman by, uh, by the Guess Who. That song is not, it's, it's, the lyrics are about, like, rejecting an American woman, but that's not what it's actually about. It's about them trying to preserve their Canadian culture. Pretty, pretty interesting stuff, so. I was, Janice, I was just talking to the people about, like, song mm. meanings and whatnot, because I was explaining what We Didn't Start the Fire was about and whatnot. And apparently, Billy Joel wrote that, oh, oh, fuck, hold on a second, I messed up, <laughs> I, I messed up the Google search. Apparently, Billy Joel wrote that song, what he meant by it is, as, apparently here's a response to a comment that somebody made to him about how much harder it was growing up in the 80s as opposed to it was in the 50s. Mm -hmm. Apparently that's what that was about. And as a result, I was telling the people about the Guess Who song, American Woman. You know that song? Yeah. That song's not literally about rejecting an American woman. Like, it's not literally about a woman. It's actually about the Guess Who trying to reject the American media because they believe it corrupts people. Because they're a, they were a Canadian-based mm -hmm. band. Mm -hmm. That's what that song's actually about. Oh, okay. It was about preserving their heritage. That song is like a top five song for me. I love, 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 love that song so much. But, uh, yeah. North Korea, South Korea, Marilyn Monroe. I'm still kind of always curious as to why Marilyn Monroe is so... Like, no, she, why... She was fucking hot as fuck. I mean, yeah, sure, but I, I mean, signif like, I'm talking about, like, at least, like, historic significance, like, like, other than the fact that she had sex with the two Kennedy brothers. Probably at the same time. Like, yeah, like, you know, like, I oh, can't Oh, there's of some good chowder! Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. President! <laughs> and by chowder, I meant pussy. <laughs> I mean Marilyn's pussy. <laughs> Jackie, get get the camera. <laughs> when am I gonna have a turn with the ass? <laughs> Seriously, just look up her dress from. Actually, I can't even find it. It's like her. The famous like her, uh, white one, right? Uh, yeah, the famous white one from that uh, that scene of Some Like It Hot. That's pretty much covering n mm. only her nipples and like nothing else. <laughs> I remember watching that scene as a kid, and I'm like, I don't know why, but this is making me very happy. She was definitely old sexy. Like, during, like, that sort of, like, decade and such. Like, she was definitely, yeah. like, you know, sexy for that time. I, I don't think... I mean, maybe. I don't know. Like, maybe someone looking like her in today's world. Like, I mean, I, you know, you see girls, like, fucking dressing up as Marilyn Monroe for Halloween, like, plenty of times. So it's like, you know. But, like, that's the thing, though. She's, like, a 
I mean, I don't know. I, no, I don't know dude, she it. was yeah. hot as fuck, man. No, I, I know, still... but I know. She's like an eight for the 60s, but like, again, like... She was definitely more than an eight for the 60s, dude. I fine, whatever. She's eight, eight and a half. <laughs> I will concede. Your fucking standards. Oh, my I, I God. Your 1950s standards, no, no, no. bro. It's because, it's because, like, uh, she... She was, like, kind of thick, like, too. I know, but that's, like, the main thing everyone knows her for, right? Like, she was a very pretty woman for that time. I know that. But, and also, like, that she fucked the Kennedys. Yes. Other than that, though, I don't know why, like, and she, I guess she and, was and a good also, actress, too. also, hey, 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 Marlon Brando as well. That is true. And Mickey true. Mantle. Mm-hmm. That's true. Audrey Hepburn as well. <laughs> oh, oh, really? That's hype. I, I don't know. I thought... As somebody was- who once came very, very, very close unsuccessfully into having a threesome. <laughs> 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 that, 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 that's nice. It's, a, it's very nice. It's very, ni- oh, very nice. How much? <laughs> How much for you? But uh, but my whole point is is that like I I don't want I don't know understand why I mean like I know she's brought up a lot but like people talk about her as if she did some something crazily significant but it's like well, she was all not, I she know was her bad for actress. I mean go, no, it's go not go even on. that. I'm not saying that she's a bad actress. Like I know she was fairly successful in that whole like you know industry. I'm just saying though like I know you. Like, how, how I know Monica Lewinsky. You fucked the president. <laughs> right. I get what you're like, saying. Like, you know? I get what you're like, saying. I don't, and, like, that's why I, I don't understand. Like, maybe I, if someone could tell me in the comments, like, what she actually did that was significant, that kind of warrants people talking about her all the time. Like, comments even know who Marilyn Monroe is. There's probably going to be one guy who probably, like, just stands fucking Marilyn Monroe so much that he's going to, like, give me a whole fucking novel about why she's so significant like that weird guy or like you know like on like those tlc shows like my weird life like this there was there was this one woman who i think like had a youtube video like i live every day like a 1960s housewife because that's just what she really liked or identified as some some crazy some crazy woman i don't know so maybe (laughs) that person will do it i wish people could leave comments on like spotify and uh stuff but uh apple Podcasts, you can actually leave us reviews now so if you could please if you're listening on apple Podcasts, if you Mm -hmm. could just take a couple of seconds be like all right these guys turn me on with their ignorance on, you know, Israel Palestine and their <laughs> and Marilyn Monroe and their sick improv skills to Billy Joel songs. <laughs> they're really they're really awesome and even though I don't know what either of them look like, I would definitely let them double team me to Bone Town. And Please I write exactly be, that. And I will be Apple in podcast. the other room with my headphones on. Well, no, I'm saying she would <laughs> let us double team her. I'm not saying it would happen. Um, maybe, I'm not saying maybe. it would I'm not saying it would happen. I'm saying like she would probably come and be like, you know, to hear that you have a girlfriend and then like kill herself. <laughs> Actually, David, and I would get offended. I'd be like, "What? Oh, one the, the single D experience isn't enough for you?" I got, like I, she, I got it she just want she just wanted an Asian like at least just one Asian in her life and yeah now, like she can't even get she's like oh my god am I not good enough but uh, <laughs> I, David, no, I don't want to fuck just a white dude that, like David I haven't read the news in so fucking long right literally as I you know I, like I, I looked up Marilyn Monroe right yeah scrolled one literally just nudged my mouse wheel down uh huh top stories 
giant Marilyn Monroe statues, backside it. sparks, back sla- backlash in Palm Springs. People basically are angry that like you know all like you know the statue uh, has Marilyn Monroe upskirted. Blah, but I'm like, okay, like I'm trying not to care about it. Like I'm sorry that you're not as hot as you know like the 1950s standards were, but don't be mad. Right. She was thick too. Like she wasn't like how you see a lot of like skinny girls. It or, wasn't like, until the seventies yeah. where being like stick fucking skinny was considered yeah. attractive for some reason. I looked at like the women like the stick like the, like the standard women that was like considered attractive in the media back then, and mm-hmm. I'm like, holy fuck, you guys really wanted them like fucking actually anorexic. It was yeah. insane. Like back pieces then. of chopstick, wa- literally walking pieces of chopstick. That's the, at least the current beauty standard. Bro, you don't now, want like didn't... something to fucking hold at night, you know, like something to <laughs> like, grasp. Th- th- you don't want. Is... <laughs> you don't want that shit. Come on. <laughs> there was this one fucking scene from Sopranos Blatantly that I still sexist. die. I still die laughing every time. And, like it's like all the guys. Like, the mafia, all the <laughs> yeah, all the guys are talking about this one fat chick they all know and just like basically making fun of her. Oh, and one of the guys, one one of the guys is like. I like a girl that you could grab onto something. <laughs> like, he's like also strictly Italian. He's like, he literally just has his hands out like, yeah, grab onto something. <laughs> I, li- I like something to grasp, but not. Very nice. How much? Oh, oh my God. I also remember that was followed by a joke afterwards. It's like, well, the girl's name was... Uh, Ginny Sacramoni and, and the guy was like... Well, why are they not mad about like fucking like, you know, Victoria's Secret stores? Wait, who? The people pissed about the fucking Marilyn because Monroe these, statue. Because, David, again, I told you, this shit is manufactured. They're you outrageous like a, you manufactured. You go to, like, a Victoria's Secret, and they got all these big titty ladies that you're, like, you're modeling the I, stuff really? out there. Bla- yes. Yes. I don't really see too many big titty girls. I mean, I see, like, fairly okay size. Like, I think they're high Bs, if okay anything. Okay-sized? I mean, like, okay is in, like, they're not, like, huge. What though. did like, you just not- fucking say? Your tits are small. I'm sorry. I mean, mine are, yeah. I'm sorry, you, you're right. Not you with that hypothetical Karen. Over I mean, I'm trying to make them bigger. I'm doing, like, chest exercises because, like, my chest is doesn't... I'm trying my best. I'm trying my hardest. That is yeah, I'm trying. I'm just... You don't know what it's like! All of us working out, we're all just trying our best. If you you got the mindset, you can do it. Bro, David versus doing? Dennis. In the ring. 12 rounds. I'd probably, like, do a bunch of illegal nut shots at you. To, I would like, end it quickly. fucking like... kill you if you <laughs> I would like I would like take the gloves off, like rip your fucking head off and like now 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 you're alright, guess what bitch? You just fucking hit my nuts in, you're about to get tasered. And I would whip out like my fucking like little dot of your crotch. Doctor Watts like... Say hello to Doctor Watts. Was that from Sharkboy and Lava? No, it's from Talladega Nights. Oh fuck, okay. Cause I remember that Hey I can't I You can't just broke George... my bro's arm, so now you're about to get tasered. I can't believe George Lopez was in that fucking movie. Oh, fucking, like, uh, yeah. Sharkboy and Lava Girl. Mm. Do, do you remember that one scene where he's like, What's up? Like, you know, because he's supposed to be like a fucking electric based villain. <laughs> no, and but he that just, sounds like something from that movie. Yeah, and he just, I mean, maybe, and he just gives this like shit eating grin to both of them. It's like, like, he even raises his eyebrow, like, Eh, eh, eh. <laughs> That was a good one, right? Yeah, that was, was probably good, right? George Lopez, like, trying to, like, eyeball to the director or the producer or something. Like, like was that funny? Am I still funny? And he is, by the way. He's just not as, like, big of a figure as he used to be, obviously. Like, he had his oh, yeah, sitcom and all he's, that shit. He's retired. He's allowed to be retired. Oh, yeah, for Let sure. be retired. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, I still find... He, he's just, like, a funny-looking Mexican, man. Like, and I, and I adore that. Because... He's a Mexican, he, not a Mexican. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's seen Beverly Hills Chihuahua. But, uh... <laughs> 
God. <laughs> when you're doing when you're doing the talking <laughs> when you're doing the realistic talking dog movies, and that's when you know your career is, as a comedian is over, would, man. Would you say those have died out? No. They're just not in fucking theaters anymore. That shit goes straight to I, DVD. Yeah, I know, but like have you seen even like any I've even heard anyone memeing those movies? Like I don't even hear that anymore. Chihuahua. I, like I really think the maybe Shaggy Dog? I don't fucking know. Like with Tim Allen, but Oh god, that's another one. Like, Tom Hanks, no. Tom Hanks, Tim Allen, Tim Allen. I will never Tim forget Allen. at the end of that old John Tron video back in like late 2016, back when, you know, like, like right before like his fucking controversy happened and shit, uh. he was going to like, he was walking around Times Square, <laughs> just asking people if they knew who Tim Allen was. <laughs> and oh nobody knew god. who Tim Allen was. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Like, no one knew who Tim Allen was. Uh, oh, like, it, it was so hard to see, man. I'm like, pour one out for the homie. Wasn't there one black dude that he talked to who basically went on, like, a whole spiel about Allah About the church, the church of the Seven, yeah, yeah. he called it. The Church of the Seven. Yeah. And then he asked him, like, hey, you know Tim Allen? He's like, I don't know Tim Allen. <laughs> <laughs> and then John was like, to turn the cameras, like, let's get the fuck out of here. <laughs> This is why New Yorkers themselves, they don't go to Times Square. And it's also, I don't go to Times Square because fuck Times Square. (laughs) I hate Times Square. Mm, It'd be like that. I don't even live there and I hate Times Square. (laughs) Well, as somebody in in trying to break into the industry that I like to work in and I'm grateful that I live where I do, Times Square is something I'm going to have to explore. Never knew, definitely never living though. I'm not about to pay, you know, $3 million for a fucking closet. Not about that shit. (laughs) I'm not paying. I'm not about to pay five million dollars so I can live inside my gaming PC or your broom. Oh yeah, like that or your fucking pantry. Yeah, but like, it's okay because you live in New York. Like fuck you, fuck you. All right. I, I mean, Pretty- again, if you do live in New York, like, and if you're trying to make it out there, and you and you don't complain, okay then. But again, you listen to New York, New York every morning, just as a reminder <laughs> that if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Start spreading my ass. I'm coming today. Sinatra was a Jersey boy too. I want that shit inside of me. Inside my ass. I do 1,000 pounds of cocaine <laughs> every day. I don't even know the actual every song. Every single day. I shoot up heroin with my friends. <laughs> and what a wild time it is. <laughs> and then I blow 10 cocks a night. Oh, geez. Oh, wow. I guess he's really gone downhill. I mean, you know, he seems to be happy. He's singing about it, so you know, it is Sinatra. He sounds as if he's happy about everything he sings, even though a lot of shit that he does sing about kind of does have a bit of an undertone of sadness. That's why the lady <laughs> is a bitch. <laughs> basically, what he was saying back then. It's just like that yeah. was the mm-hmm. you know, esports My, way. What is your favorite Sinatra song? Because I only have the one. <sighs> I love "World on a String." I definitely love World on a String. I like Michael Bublé's version of it a lot better, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has so many fucking broken songs, dude. Like, That's Life is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, 
Uh, my way. That song is fucking power. That, that song that is one's power. My, that one. That one's my favorite. Yeah, that song is straight uh, fucking power, man. Like honestly, uh, come fly with me. Can't go wrong with that. Vin, that's like mm. literally one of the most like classic, you know, famous jazz uh, jazz songs in the fucking world. Mm. Uh, yeah. I mean, if I had to, the first one that came to my mind was "World on a String." I opened for Bergen Community's jazz concert uh, hey. a couple years ago for singing that song on a piano. It was nice. It was. It was nice. Or was it you and like another person, like a duet? No, just me. You were playing on the piano too. Oh no, there was somebody playing the piano, but he was just oh, he, fuck, was, okay. he was just playing the piano. I was okay. walking around like swinging the chord and shit, be like, yeah, I'm sexy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, it was it was fun. I um mm. yeah, but I I probably have to say, I mean the thing is like. I love Michael Bublé's rendition of World on a String so much mm -hmm. better. I, I think his version of that song is a lot better. So maybe my way, if I had to pick like a specifically Frank Sinatra version of a Frank Sinatra song. But if my fa if I have to pick a favorite Frank Sinatra song, probably World on a String, definitely. Okay. Yeah, and mine's is uh, my way. I don't know. There's always been... I've heard, I heard that song... Very... Hey there, Fruity, did you comb your hair? <laughs> Hey there, fruity! Don't touch me down there. Like a lot of stuff that he still sings, like that he sings about, still applies like today. A lot of it's like you know, a lot of his songs like were kind of like telling his story and such. Oh, I can't forget. I forgot well, New York, New York. I literally just sang it. Mm, I'm retarded. I'm like that's yeah. that song's vintage. He he from Sea Caucus. Oh my god, I forgot so many. I forgot the way you look tonight. I've got you under my skin. You make me feel so young. Best is yet to come. Oh fuck! I mm. forgot. I forgot how many. But, oh, fly me to the moon. Oh, okay, I I, I, can't, oh. I can't choose. I can't choose. Okay, I'm but sorry. here's the thing though, and what you just said kind of made me think a bit. Frank Sinatra is one of those guys where like you kind of don't listen to him every day. No, but when you do listen to him, it's like oh, oh fuck. You know this guy's a piece like, of history. Yeah, I'm listening like, to it right and, now, and like, I'm like almost tearing a bit, like you know, listening to him and. It, I'm pretty sure, like, I'll, you know, if there was a time period that I could go to... It's he was the fucking back, goat. He really yeah, was. Like, there was a... You know, he was the goat musically. As a person, maybe not too much, considering he had a couple of ties with the mafia. No, I mean, he had a couple that... ties with the mob, but trust me, compared yeah. to, like, some of the other members of the Rat Pack who were fucking blatantly racist... Oh, yeah. He was, uh... Well, actually... Not maybe some of the more sexist than anything else. I mean, I, whatever whatever his name was, uh, Bing Crosby. You know, fuck that guy. Beat the, he beat the shit out of his wife. He's a piece of shit. Uh, Frank Sinatra back then, he was actually for that time period fairly progressive, which is not today's mm. progressive. Yeah. But back then, he actually was yeah. like for the day. Yeah, yeah for yeah, the exactly. day, he was actually. Yeah. I heard he was actually a pretty. I heard he was actually a great guy, but I don't know enough mm. about him if I'm being honest. Yeah, but again, like I think. Um, fly for... me to the moon. Oh fuck! I forgot. Fly me to the moon. That song is so beautiful. He, he's definitely one of those like kind of singers who like uh, going back to it again. Like just whenever you do listen to his stuff, like whether it be through on TV or a guy on YouTube is using his songs or even a movie's using it, it's like immediately recognizable. Everyone knows his voice. Oh yeah, across the board. Even if you're not even from the United States, like. People worldwide know who Sinatra is. Oh, like, Sinatra! Dude. I know him. <laughs> Very nice. He had my pasta last night. Like, last uh, Take like a, a year is it? It's 2021. Huh? What'd you say, honey? <laughs> Why are they suddenly American? 
Dude's like fucking 90. Uh, maybe, you know, oh, that's Frank how Sinatra. <laughs> Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> <laughs> I put him he, in the my cassette he, player. He, he, yeah, he's definitely one of those. Like, He's a goat for sure. Like, yeah. I, I'm not going to deny that. Like, he's... One of, like again, he's one of those like artists like like Michael Jackson. I don't listen to Michael Jackson stuff all the time. Yeah. But, like, when I do, like you know, I'm like, oh fuck, like, yeah, let's yeah, be it. the yeah, king of pop. They call him, yeah, yeah, like for a good reason too. Like he's yeah, like he definitely is like like I mean, he's always been up there. I, even when like he peaked and like even after he died, like everyone still knew who the fuck he was. And you know, even with Michael Jackson as well, like even after the whole like touching kids shit, like people still listen to his music, and I'm like, I don't give a fuck, like. I like his music. Yeah, at this point, yeah. it's sort of like beating a dead horse. You're not a fucking pedophile or support pedophiles for mm. listening to fucking Michael Jackson. He's Michael dead. Jackson, yeah, yeah. He's dead. It's like so that money's not even fucking going. To him yeah, it's like, <laughs> just get point. over it. Like that's a little yeah. different, but uh, yeah. yeah, honestly, goats of music, my friend, or goats of like the different Jackson. kinds of music, and it's also important mm -hmm. to differentiate the father of rock and roll between the king of it, and that is Chuck mm. Berry and. Uh, Elvis Presley, mm. respectively. Because mm. yeah. everybody's like... I mean, every popular mm. American music was stolen from black people. Every American music. Ja fucking blues was stolen from mm. them. Rock was stolen from them. Jazz was stolen from them. Hip-hop, you know, eventually like had more like white people start to do it, but it definitely was not stolen true. from them. Culturally, as they say. Yeah. Like, liter like, literally, it was an, like, an African-American invented the guitar. Or an African invented the guitar, my mistake. Uh, uh, if I'm not mistaken, actually. And obviously, mm -hmm. like, one of the earliest, like, the, where rock and roll comes from is the blues. It was derived from the blues. Mm -hmm. And which the blues was, you know, written by, you know, African Americans. A lot of mm -hmm. it was very, you know, sad songs about, you know, their struggles. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then rock music derived from that. Chuck Berry was the one who started, you know, stringing way harder on that shit and actually mm -hmm. plucking them fucking chords. Just like he <laughs> probably did to every pussy he could find. <laughs> but, um, yeah, and then what happened is that, like, what happened is that he invented it, and then, like, Elvis perfected it, basically, is what came around. And then the Beatles, like, mm. you know, just completely transitioned. Took it by storm. Like, yeah. took it by storm and just, yeah. like, became the most influential group of musicians mm. to ever live. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, little... Beatles are still Beatles, yeah. Like, yeah, and the Beatles are still Beatles, you know, I mean, that, yeah. you, you don't have to like the Beatles, because I hear it's like some people, like, try to be edgy and say, oh, the Beatles suck. You can be objectively wrong about that. You don't have to like them, mm. but like you don't be a dick. Put some respect on their name. Yeah, on their names. I mean, we're gonna have like you know people the the generation after us are also gonna have their goats as well. Like people that yeah, like, you know, like their music. They're gonna. It's a bit different. You know, music kind of changes and it doesn't change. You know what I mean? Like it kind of just evolves and transitions. Like a lot of the times, like throughout its history. Because, like you said, like, you know, rock and roll kind of came from the blues. So, like, it's just yes. kind of, like, they all just kind of, like, derive from each other and, like, just make kind of have made their own genres now. Wherever, like, whatever camp you're in, like, you know, everyone kind of knows, like, this kind of has a little bit of that. This kind of has a little bit of that. Classical, I think, is still one of those genres of music that, like, flat out, it's, like, it's always going to be, I guess, its own thing. Just simply because of the fact that, like... For one, I don't know if a lot of people are even making new classical music. I don't even know if that yeah. is even 
There was I, I know, uh, but Johan Johansson who died a couple years ago. It's a, he mm-hmm. has one called Love After Love. I definitely recommend listening to that one. It's a very beautiful orchestrated orchestrated okay. piece. It's just not the, it's just not like dude, that that's not the shit that plays on the radio. You gotta look yeah, for that not, shit. It's not like your yeah. average top 40 songs that have the same mm. fucking four chord structure in every fucking track. And everyone's like, oh my god, this is my jam. I love this. I love this beat. And it's the same song they've heard like fucking mm. like literally over a hundred times and they don't even yeah. realize it. I, I hate, I'm gonna be that guy and say like, I mean, I don't hate modern music, but I'm not a fan of modern pop. I'm really not. It's just so Fair fucking enough. repetitive yeah. and shitty to me. I- there's as well as the song a- substance as well, like <laughs> uh, it's just like you know, like my pussy, my pussy, my pussy, my pussy, my pussy, my fuck pussy, my, my pussy. pussy. <laughs> and the guys are like, my dick, my dick, my dick, my dick, my dick, my dick, my bitches, my bitches, my yeah, bitches, bitches, my, my, cars, holes, my, my cars, my cars, my cars, my house, my house, my house, <laughs> my house, my, my, my house. I mean, yeah. It, it, What's up, the, vanilla foos? If, <laughs> if we're gonna be going off of stereotypes, it is true. I mean, you know, also, like, good music, again, is just subjective. You can find it anywhere of you course, want. Of course, yeah, like, like yeah, whatever you want. Yeah. Like, if you like the top like, 40 songs, I, I don't give a fuck. Like, what you like? Like, I, I, I still like one Lady Gaga song in, in particular, which I think was um was Applause, just because of how fucking catchy it is. Yeah, Applause was and, really catchy, yeah. Yeah. And, like, that's the thing also, too, now. The name of the game isn't really, like... I mean, you still, like, you know, gotta make a banger, yeah. But, like, a lot of the times, like songs kind of climb at least in my opinion climb to the top of the charts because of the fact that like it's so catchy like you just have it in your fucking head for the next week because mm. like it's just so catchy and like think all your brain is thinking like, eh, like you know you're replaying the lyrics again like sometimes even in the shower sometimes you even do it to yourself you're just like mine is born this way mine is born this way that song's a fucking banger lady gaga Oof. Oh, okay. Like, if I had to pick a Lady Gaga song, definitely Born This Way. That shit fucks and has, like, an actual really nice message to it. Now, Lady Gaga, Lady Gaga's cool. And it took years for us to realize how hot she was, but that's because she was covered in literal meat for, like, fucking four <laughs> years or some shit like that. She's actually, like, fucking gorgeous as a woman. She, and to she, come to... Uh, uh, I'm sorry, what? You know, she, uh, what's, what's your Dennis rating? No, I think she looks fine, <laughs> but I, I, I think she is pretty. Like... Yeah, I, it was just like the yeah again like the outfits was just kind of like made me go like, can I just see you like, what you look like underneath all that war paint for once, please? Like, she even came out in interviews and like dressed like that too. Which I mean, again, if it that's your um, view, like that's your way of self expression. Like you know, who the fuck am I to say anything? Mm-hmm. But it's just kind of like I'm gonna still make fun of it, mm-hmm. but at the same time, like you know, that's that's you. Like, yeah, that's you. Then do you? Yeah, of but, course. She just wants like, to she, open people's minds, and she's very. Yeah open to everybody. I mean, she's the kind of artist that really, like, helps, like, you know, propel, you know, like, that kind of culture of acceptance into the mm. future. You know, she makes, like, a lot of young women feel more confident in themselves. Yeah, you know, yeah. Cis, or, cis or trans, yeah. whatever. I mean, it's wonderful. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm not I'm not out here to disrespect no Lady Gaga, right? I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah. Neither am I. I don't want, like, I want, I, if I had a cooch, I, 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 I don't want salmonella inside of it, and I'm pretty sure I, wearing I, a meat dress <laughs> is how you get cooch salmonella. Like, like, I'm going to still make fun of her till I die. Like, it's just, like, how it is. Like, there's a lot of funny shit in, that she does that I'm going to make fun of. Yeah. Like, the way she dresses. Like, I'm sorry. Like, it's just how it is. But, like, but yeah, like, nowadays, like, you know, she's kind of fallen off now. Like, all of the people that I sort of saw coming up and be, and make it, basically, um, when I was, like, in middle school and high school, like, I don't hear nothing about Rihanna. Every news, every Twitter thing, if we're talking about, like, let's say, black female stars... It's always been about Cardi B. I don't hear nothing about like Nicki Minaj. Yeah, I, I don't like, even. She, I don't care for Cardi B. Yeah, and no, you know, neither do I. But I'm just saying though, like you know, Rihanna. I doubt like, she does deep and, down. Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah, <laughs> but you know, like 
all the I mean, guys fuck Cardi B, by the way. She literally, like, has, like, songs about, like, how she wants to date rape men and, like, you know, shit, shit that she's, like, done <laughs> beforehand as well and nobody yeah. fucking cared and... But, she, and she, the thing too, she didn't even, she wasn't even ashamed of it. Yeah. That's she just straight up said, like, it's okay because yeah, that's men what have date raped women for ages. Yeah. So it's okay. We can just fucking start drugging people. It's all right. Yeah. Tony yeah, Bennett, actually, I, that's the, that was the crossover of the century. I, I don't remember when they did it, but they released like a couple songs or albums together. Tony mm. Bennett and Lady Gaga, literally Ooh. the most like unlikely duo you could possibly think of, but it, they did. And it was, it was not bad. It, it was, it, it was nice. It was nice. Okay. And speaking of nice, mm. we got to wrap up here. So what's really nice <laughs> is these pussy lips. <laughs> these pussy lips and pickled dick. Ew. <laughs> no. Ew. That, honestly, that name that I made was pretty cursed. Like I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Like I. Look mine is just not even creative. <laughs> Like mine is trash. I'm just like, yeah, let's just be blatantly sexual today, huh? I wish I had. Like, I wish I could have an an avatar for like our both of our panels. Well, like, I think on... that's pretty avatarded, ladies uh, and gentlemen. Be... <laughs> fuck you, Dave. So, you, you fuck you. All right, we're we're doing the ad slides. Rise, Cold do your plug. Rise, Goldbrew, ladies and gentlemen, sponsors this podcast. It's a delicious, nitrogenated, organic cold brew coffee. It's like a wonderful stuff, smooth, nitrogenated on the way down. That's what comes from it. You hear the ksh when you open up the can as well. That is the nitro airing itself out. Very smooth, low acidity as well, and comes in a variety of wonderful flavors, as well as oat milk if caffeine's not your thing, and original vanilla and chocolate. You can use discount code Nintuna specifically using the link below. If you're listening on Spotify, I'm sorry that you can't copy or paste or click things in the description. I really... Stupid. It's dumb. I, it, it <laughs> makes me so mad. Uh, you can um use that link in the description below to uh put Dude, discount code. Have a Snickers. Sh shut up. To put discount code <laughs> Nintunist and you and to get 10% off of your order today with a proceed of that sale going directly to supporting the podcast as well. Mm. We definitely appreciate all yes. the support you guys have been giving us. And we got, we got some followers on the Twitter recently, and we've seen a steady upstream of listeners as well recently as well. So if this is your first time listening to the podcast, thank you so much, and I'm sorry. He's sorry because this is David's last day on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, we thought, we thought we'd save it to the very end. Yeah, I'm just, I'm bored. I'm done. Fuck this. Y'all are stupid. <laughs> what would Double D experience be, such as how Keemstar, what would it be without himself keemstar <laughs> be the single d experience yeah but no honestly thank you guys so much we've seen like the steady upstream of listeners we got and if we happen to catch you in this episode honestly just thank you so much you know for helping like take our little baby in the creative direction that we're going and actually mm. having people listen to our garbage really means a lot to us <laughs> we me and dennis do put a lot of work into this podcast it really really a lot of so garbage much. we really put a lot of garbage in it we're, we're like we're just like basically imagine oscar the grouch except there's two of us sharing one can we're like Patrick with like the wood taped to his fucking head. Like that's just how I'd imagine. Like, that's like that's basically us in a nutshell, guys. And like, and basically, you guys are looking at us like through the podcast equivalent of a fucking a glass window from a zoo. Like you just seeing us like basically muddle around in the mud, looking like apes. But again, and here we have the brain damaged starfish. <laughs> No, no, no! Distinctly, the nail and board in its head. Again, guys, we appreciate every uh, view, play, Mwah. anything that y'all can give us, and please leave Mwah. more. 
leave likes and comments and all that good stuff and mm-hmm. subscribe to us and tell your friends about us like we Apple Podcast as well reviews. Yeah. Please. Leave us some good reviews leave, on leave there as one. well. Leave us some good shit and we're going to give you at least semi good shit in return because we <laughs> deal with trash and we are literal trash. Yeah, like seriously, podcast. we we I, you probably can't tell like we we record this from a can. Yeah, we were. I, we I record poured, this in the bathtub. <laughs> I poured every bit of my money on multiple different, like, editing, you know, multiple different fucking recording softwares. And as a result, I had to. They foreclosed on my house. <laughs> but I still have my gaming PC, which I can plug into my neighbor's place <laughs> and use here. You're like hunched over in the yard, like, all the, like in the grass, like, <laughs> Yeah, like, it Call rained on my PC several times. I don't know how it's. I don't know how it still functions. <laughs> Literally open, but on all seriousness, thank you all so much for the study upstream. Yeah. We love you all. Uh, I've been losing, like, I've been gradually losing subs on the YouTube channel because, like, that's where, uh, I mean, slowly, because that's where was my gaming channel until I, you know, mm-hmm. started only posting the podcast. That's to be expected. So for all who you who left, you fake bitches. <laughs> fake is fuck. No, honestly, it makes sense. But for those of you who stuck mm. around for the podcast, who, like, tell me you'll listen to anything we do means a lot to us man because this is like i said this is mine and dennis's like little procreated baby that we made here and it just means a lot that you all listen so you I- are not the father <laughs> ah, uh, the pop-offs <laughs> they do on that fucking <laughs> yeah. show that shit is so funny maury like that show rots your brain but it is so fucking funny I, you you stay for the for the end basically pretty much like, yeah yeah oh there's a clip i gotta show you later concerning that by just, the way you'll really appreciate just like- it just like this podcast, you stay, f- you stay for the end, I guess. Yep, you know, stay for the, uh, stay for the oil. Yeah, never. But I don't stay for the oil, ladies and gentlemen. We're done. Uh, follow us at Double D Pod and at the Double D uh, on Twitter and at the Double D Experience Twenty One on Instagram. Uh, Dennis, we're done. Take it out. I don't like Saudi women. Yeah, that one's like de- the, yeah, that one's I, definitely I, making the cut. I, I don't like the mask. Yeah, that know? one. Okay. Yeah, I, I want to see what the fuck is underneath the veil. Like, you know, what if they well, have that's, fucked up that's teeth? That's how like... I feel about the American public. Okay, because of COVID. But they on... wear masks culturally. We wear masks because we got told to do so. <laughs> that's different. Some of them got told to do so. They don't all like to wear that shit. Yeah, and if they don't, they get stoned. But here for us, I think we're. <laughs> it depends on the person. It literally, it literally depends on the person over there. And uh, I was talking about Saudi. Can we women, end which... the fucking podcast on a high <laughs> note, please. I love you. Love you all. Lights off. Fuck you, David.